Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, 250th episode, starring Dave Schilling, Gerald, the human lowlight reel, Wilkins, Johnny Green, Joey Devine, Cedric Maxwell, Percy Hawkins. Johnny Newman, Sean Keane, Tyrus Thomas, 250th on time at Blogs, Patreons, Andrew Keefe, thank you Andrew, Will Usabio, thank you Will, John Williams, thank you John, and Thank you for all the wonderful soundtrack work! Musical guest! Tono! And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi! It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And right off the bat, let me just say... I hope you had a magical holiday season, and I hope you are getting ready for New Year's, baby. Let's spend too much money on drinks! Um, Sean, what are you doing this New Year's? Uh, So I'm going to be up in San Francisco. I'm working at uh, Cobb's Comedy Club with some some good friends, and then... uh, on New Year's Eve only, they're putting me up at a hotel in Ghirardelli Square. So I think... Gonna have a chocolate gonna... Sunday. <laughs> oh, no, well, I mean, I guess I could do that. I'm gonna do the... I think I'm gonna do the polar bear plunge in Aquatic Park. Ooh! It's gonna be very cold. But, uh, you know, it seems, it seems like if I'm... If I'm actually at a polar bear plunge, I should do the polar... Like, I'm, I'm old enough 
now that like I should be with other old men. You know, just I don't know, Sean. Doing I don't think you need stuff, to do right? this. Your Come face on, man. is already pretty red on a normal basis. Yeah, dude, like wake up red. <laughs> I, I don't know. This might be a you... bad skincare decision, Joey. <laughs> but how good is that? 7.45 a.m. chocolate sundae going to taste after that, That's Joey. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> uh, and then, are you making any New Year's resolutions, Joey? Uh, only one. What's that? Um, I'm going to audit each and every thing <laughs> that happens to me constantly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to try to practice more Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I would like to learn how to play two chords on the guitar. Oh, I can actually teach you how to play two chords. That's very easy. Yeah, that's all I need. I just need enough to play one round ball rock song live. Oh, no. Whatever the easiest <laughs> one would be. Because I have been invited to perform at halftime of a Fort Wayne Mad Ants game. <laughs> are, are you going to wear a wig like Jason Gallagher? I, I, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, look. We joke about the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. If anyone knows them, I am willing to perform any of these songs at halftime. Except, probably, I can't pull off Slovenian Rhapsodoncic. Okay. I don't think I can do that live. Uh, we're talking too long because this episode yeah, is this a... Episode. Uh, it's a real year-ender, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. time-wise. Uh, I hope you guys are ready to... Uh, this episode is as long as The Irishman. <laughs> um, don't don't listen to it at one and a half speed, though. And do not like, listen to it as a miniseries. It's going to no. ruin my life. <laughs> also, um, we're digitally aging ourselves in this mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah, it, I don't know why, but, you know, we just felt like we needed to. Um, uh, uh, so first, right off the top, uh, business... At Round Rock Pod on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com, yep. uh, on email, five-star reviews on iTunes, uh-huh. patreon.com slash roundrockpod, a lot of great yep. stuff. Um, and uh, that's it. Um, let's get to reader mail. Hell yeah. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. All right. Our question, and it's the only thing we're going to do today, is uh, our friend, the man who makes the funniest gifs of the po- for the podcast on Twitter, at SilkyJohnson23, Mr. Diabolical Lover, uh, had a question for us. Sean... He says, growing up in Kentucky, when and where I did, there wasn't an NBA team close. UK basketball, that's the University of Kentucky basketball program, home of uh, Adolf Rupp, who is uh, the basketball Hitler of our uh, <laughs> of our country. <laughs> um, uh, UK basketball was and is the only show in town. Uh, I want to find an NBA team to root for since I've gotten into it. Which, by the way, he says through listening to our podcast. Uh, I don't know why you would listen to this podcast if you didn't like the NBA, but if you do, thank you very much. That's incredible. But I don't know who, what team to pick. His only, requ- My only requirements, not the Pacers, because fuck them and fuck Larry Bird, 
And I'd like them to have a UK alumni on the team if possible. <laughs> so, Sean, we got this question. We did. Like two months ago, we got this question. And um, we've batted back and forth how to answer it. Right. And we decided that we weren't actually qualified to answer We're this question. We're not smart enough. No, we... we uh, could tell you about which Tillman Fertitta restaurant to go to, but we uh -huh. cannot tell you which basketball team to root for. We need people that know more about basketball and more about humanity. Yeah. So we brought in two guests, and we're going to answer this question today for our friend Silky Johnson. And any of you listening that don't know what team to root for, uh, should we call him right now? Let's do it. All right. We're calling... From Yahoo's Ball Don't Lie and the second arrangement on Substack, which if you're not subscribed to, what is wrong with you? You got to go behind those box scores. We've got Mr. Kelly Dwyer. And from the, from uh, Yahoo Sports Canada and Vice, and more importantly, from the Substack Basketball Feelings and the Locked on Raptors podcast, we have... Uh, summer vacation expert and feelings expert, Katie Heindel. Let's call him up right now. Now, it's time for Joey and Sean to call two of their friends. You see, their brains have been poisoned by rooting for the Golden State Warriors their whole lives. So they have no idea how to pick a team that isn't either the worst team ever or the best team ever. That's right. No middle ground allowed for our sweet idiots. Luckily, they know a master of vacations and feelings named Katie, and a master of guitar licks and box scores named Kelly who are not fans of a team who play basketball in an arena so opulent it might as well have Nero playing fiddle outside of it while it burns to the ground. So without further ado, here are two very smart people helping two very dumb people. Remember, after this episode subscribe to their newsletters. They are very good. All right, to answer our friend Silky Johnson's question for who he should be rooting for, I'll read it one more time for our friends. I, we've brought in a couple of good friends of ours. Our basketball feelings correspondent, host, uh, writer, host, you're not a host, you're the writer of the basketball feelings newsletter. You've written for Vice, you've appeared on Locked on Raptors. Here is our great friend, Katie Heindel. Katie, how are you? I'm on the up and up. I'm recovering. I oh. believe it. From a We've, Raptors uh, championship? Is that what you're from recovering a, from? No, from a four-day flu. It is kind of amazing that Katie is the correspondent for uh, both summer vacations <laughs> and human emotions. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I accept. Uh, and on the other side of the spectrum, the other s basketball substack I love to read every day uh we have someone who knows more about basketball than i will ever know and he also knows more about playing the guitar uh we've got our friend kd on hoops kelly dwyer kelly how are you yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was in G the whole time. I just figured that out. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, so just so you guys know, I'm going to read our friend Silky Johnson's question one more time. 
Silky JJ. Uh, okay, Silky. From the UK. <laughs> growing up in... <laughs> Growing up in Kentucky, when and where I did, there wasn't an NBA team close. UK basketball was and is the only show in town. I want to find an NBA team to root for since I've gotten into it, but don't know who to pick. Only requirements? Not the Pacers, because fuck them and Larry Bird. And I'd like to have a UK alumni on the team, if possible. Um, and they said, cut this down for brevity however you'd like, but I've actually made it longer, and you'll have to figure out where. <laughs> um, so I figure, since the two of you are experts, uh, we'll go through each team. Sean will tell us whether there's a University of Kentucky grad on it, or alum- just straight alumni. And... Um, then we'll discuss why you would want to be the, the a fan of the Atlanta Hawks. So, I mean, we'll, we're starting with Atlanta. Jesus. Why you'd be a fan of the team. All right, so let's start off with the Atlanta Hawks. Sean, are there any UK grads on it, the Atlanta Hawks? Uh, there are not. There are zero mm. on the team right now. Uh, I'm not sure where Sir Foster went to school. Oh, the organ player? Uh, yeah, the organ player. I'm not sure. Grant Hill went to Duke, and uh, their their owner is their co-owner is maybe not a sex creep, but is sex creep adjacent. He's good friends with uh, Jeffrey Epstein mm. and business partners. But uh, Jamie Gertz, their other co-owner, did she go to the University of Kentucky? <laughs> Uh, she did not. She did okay, not. fair enough. And and in honor of, of Jamie Gertz, there are less than zero University of Kentucky mm-hmm. Wildcats on this on this roster. All right. So let's start with uh, Mr. Dwyer Kelly. For basketball reasons, why would one want to become a fan of the Atlanta Hawks in 2019? Oh no, ba- basketball reasons are out. Okay, good. They're not a <laughs> Jamie Gertz was in Square Pegs. Uh huh. They had a theme song by the Waitresses. Fantastic song. The uh, Waitresses uh, have the best Christmas song. Christmas they rapping. They do. Yeah, they really do. First time I heard a Waitresses song was in a beer bus outside Chicago Stadium with my dad, and I was like, I remember this song from the '80s. Who is this? And uh, as he and several other people drank cans of keg beer outside of a Bulls playoff game in 1994, he was like, "The Waitresses, Patty Donahue, she's dead now." But Jamie Gertz is the co-host of this Hawks team. She's on all the uh, in-arena features in between timeouts. And are we supposed to know if, like, who who is Kentucky's natural enemy? Like, are we if there are Duke players on here? Oh, I believe it's I believe it's Louisville. I would think it was. I think it would be the Feds because they're (laughs) constantly trying to catch Calipari, right? I've lived in Indiana for 15 years now. I haven't listened to any of the Kentucky jokes they make mm-hmm. because they're all coming from someone who lives in Indiana. So how am I supposed <laughs> to take that seriously? Um, the Hawks start 14 rookies at a time, which, or at least they used to, which uh, you know is right up John Calipari's ankle. So that's why he could root for yeah. the Hawks. Uh, I I would like to argue. Um, I don't. I personally, if I lived in Indiana, I don't want to root for a basketball team that has Jabari Parker on it. But I do want to root for a basketball team that has Vince Carter on it. 
if that makes sense. Uh, all right, Katie Heindel, tell mm-hmm. us about uh, emotionally why should we root for the Atlanta Hawks? <laughs> <laughs> no University of Kentucky graduates, but it seems like they are a few graduates from the School of Life. Um, <laughs> also, there's a guy on the team named Charlie Brown. <laughs> and if that doesn't, you know, turn you around, I'm not sure who will. Vince Carter, good, good feelings generator. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like uh, is ageless, timeless. He really is deceiving time. So that's a good reason to root for somebody. He's like uh, the car's first album. <laughs> Trey Young, weird and fun and small. Uh, Alan Crabby, which I think we've talked about at length before. Mm-hmm. Well, we always uh-huh. talk about Alan Crabb on this show. <laughs> uh, we weirdly have two Canadian fans who are huge fans of Alan Crabb and one time went to a Trailblazers game when he was there. And created the hashtag pincers up for Alan yeah. Crabb. So that's what we got to <laughs> yeah. say. Pincers up, baby. I like that. I uh, mean, the one reason to detract, I think, is like Chandler Parsons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a big bro. Oh, um, you think? <laughs> he's like, he's like he doesn't have blood. He just has lube running through his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have uh, so many uh, knee problems. It's not good. I feel like this is a team of kind of more disparate feelings, you know? Even I can't really give you one big unifying reason to root for them. Mm-hmm. But if you like, I don't know, like real. If you want to root for like a young <laughs> Steph Curry who looks like he put his head in a cotton candy machine, this is the team for you. <laughs> Hey, yeah, some but... of us have been struggling with how to part our hair for a long time. Um, the one thing I would say that should DQ the Hawks, however, is if you're looking for an enemy of the University of Kentucky, I believe uh, Christian Leitner might be at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. And he made his lone all-star appearance for the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> All right, so the Hawks are out. Um, all right, the Boston Celtics, Sean. Are there any U- University of Kentucky players on the Boston Celtics? Uh, there is one, and his name is Ennis Cantor. Oh, no. He didn't really play there, though. He just kind of uh, did the um, like WWE entrances in practice, right? Isn't that basically what he did when he was there? I think that's what happened, but it's also... it's. There's so many reasons Ennis Cantor might leave somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's start with uh, let's start with the feelings this time, Katie. What are the feelings reasons to root for the fucking Celtics? (laughs) (laughs) There are many. (laughs) I think if you want to be hated um, by your friends and family, Mm -hmm. that's a decent reason. Um. If you have some demons that you have to attend to, that's another reason. I only am rooting for Marcus Smart, who maybe has, like, um, a crazy, like, what's the eye infection you can get? What's the infection Pink you can eye get? Eye? That, no, that goes in your, in your eye. 
and it like only affects one side of your body. A chicken pox is it? Oh, it, shingles. Yes, shingles. I'm worried he has shingles in his eyes. I didn't even know that was possible, but <laughs> if it could, I mean, that it's just possible. shows that what I. He's a dirt. He likes to just get in the dirt and grind. No, I think he, <laughs> no. he borrowed Ch- Chandler Parks and sunglasses. That's all it is. <laughs> up in about a week and a half. I mean, maybe the easier thing is to look at who's who's kind of nice on the Celtics, and then that's a stretch, you know. Tampa's okay. Jason Tatum, sure. I don't like Jason Tatum. But this isn't for you. I'm not convinced. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just. Not, I'm not going to tell someone to be a fan of Jason Tatum. You know what I mean? Like, I oh, you he's like- 19. He's an MVP. <laughs> you just sideburns. I think he's 15 years face. old. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to root for Doogie Hauser. <laughs> he's not Doogie Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're looking for um, enemies. Then you could like the Celtics. Yeah, if you want to be hated, uh-huh. this is the team for you. I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, so if Silky Johnson's like a bad boy, yeah. like also if you're this really into if you're really into pro gaming, <laughs> this is for you. Like uh, if you have a Twitch stream, this is your team, right? Custom keyboard and mice that uh, have neon lights on them. This is your team. All right. Kelly Dwyer, basketball. What are the basketball reasons for liking the Boston Celtics? Uh, I have none. They're the Celtics. What I do have is a real life <laughs> example. Uh, a couple of friends of mine who live in Kentucky are huge Celtics fans. Oh. Because, yeah, they're about my age. And they did live in Boston for a while in the early aughts. I got, uh, they're just, they're wonderful people. And they enjoy the Celtics because in 1997, Rick Pitino drafted 42 to, uh, Kentucky Wildcats for his team. Excellent point. Uh, yeah, you got, you got who Delk, McCarty, Antoine, there's more. Yes. Uh, and this couple is friends with McCarty. They, they've been in business with him, uh, uh, uh making socks. What? Uh, this is a, a phenomenal uh, couple. Uh, <laughs> you, you know a couple that makes socks with Walter McCarty? Uh, who's the Who is the woman that was married to Salman Rushdie? Who's on the uh, Chef Show? Uh, Lakshmi. Yeah, she's been in uh, their kitchen. What? In Kentucky. <laughs> what? That's all I'm going to say. They're, they're they're a remarkable couple, and and uh, I love them to bits. Uh, so yeah, I think Boston is kind of there. So isn't Kentucky kind of a hateable, aren't they kind of the Celtics-y of, oh, yeah. uh, I, I can you know, see that. Yeah. Adolph Rupp was, yeah, Adolph uh, Rupp you know, is pretty basically... outwardly racist until yeah, the seventies. He, he felt the same way as most Boston fans do. Yeah. About there you go. I do think Adolph Rupp did once try and stab a black man with an American flag. Uh, just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, just like what happened in Boston in the 70s. All right. Um, uh, Joey, I did some statistical research and I found that there are 21 Chipotle locations. <laughs> so if that sways it either way, uh, Danny Ainge super, Danny Ainge Chipotle super fan. Um, I brought in a special, really? I brought in, I brought in a special guest for this team. Um, Bill Simmons from the book of basketball <laughs> 2.0, the podcast why should our friend Silky Johnson root for the Boston Celtics? Because uh, they're the best team. What's not to love? 
Best city in the world, best team, Brad Stevens, he's a virgin, it's great. All right. Um. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> it's, it's great that he listens. That's what I like. All right. he's, a, he's, he's a big fan. <laughs> All right, Brooklyn Nets. Sean Keen, tell us, are there any Kentucky alumni on the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, there is no one on the roster, although... Uh, Mikhail Prokhorov was a guest lecturer. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was the uh, he was the Rick Pitino chair for uh, you know shadiness in business practices. He was really good. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Why should someone root for the Brooklyn Nets? Maybe because they're a blank slate. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> they play with that gray court where everyone looks dead or at least zombified or like a video game from the 80s where they just turn that shade of purple that means dead or Soda Popinski, one of the two. Uh, yeah, it's it's a clean slate. You get to you get to run with uh, and, you know, Kyrie Irving and Durant picked that place, not unlike a uh, uh, you know college coach who has no idea that he's getting a recruit until he lifts the hat off the table. Uh, I, yeah, why not? They have. Uh, they have Kenny Atkinson. That just sounds like the name of a college coach. Mm-hmm. He does. Kenny Atkinson does sound like a college coach, but also kind of like a fake college coach. You know what I mean? Oh, like, for state you? Yeah, or like you're playing like an NCAA video game, and like your coach retires, and one of the options to hire is Kenny Atkinson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it 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 does feel like like. Like Durant and Kyrie going to that team feels like somebody just buying like an empty lot and just being like, but imagine what this house could look like. <laughs> also, the contractor has malaria, so we have to wait a while for him to get better. And uh, all the doors are going to be triangles because of Kyrie. <laughs> imagine rooting for like a, a trophy ceremony featuring Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Imagine smiling your way through that. I, um, I like both of those guys. I, that's just weird. Better go with the great court. Um, Kelly, who's the who's the greatest net of all time? Uh, Jamie Fox. Is it Brooklyn? Oh. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Oh, it's Brooke Lopez, right? <laughs> no, it's Jamie Fike. Because Jamie, Jamie Fike did everything that Brooke Lopez did in like a, a two-month span. Yeah. Got paid and got out of there. <laughs> uh, they are going to retire Brooke Lopez's jersey, though, right? They better. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it might be Jason Williams too. Uh, like the murderer? like the most typical. I'm just saying, if you're trying to encapsulate the spirit of the Nets, I think it's Jason Williams. Like, oh, yeah. signing a massive contract extension and immediately breaking his leg and never playing again, and then going to jail for murder. Yeah, Jason <laughs> Williams's fingerprints are all over this franchise. <laughs> all right, Katie, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna clear this up for some people. Are a Brooklyn Nets supporter, basically. They're not your favorite team, but they're one of your favorite teams. Tell us feelings wise why you would root for the Brooklyn Nets. Two words, one sweet young man, Jared Allen. <laughs> First and foremost. Uh DeAndre Jordan, a close second. Yes, Kyrie and Kevin Durant are there now. Um, I hate, I hate the Crypt Keeper Court. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it looks like they're always just falling into it. Like it looks like they're not. <laughs> it really fucks up your depth perception when you're watching those games. Um, I don't know that I'm look. I don't know that I'm like. I would say a whole like Nets fan, more of like the pieces mm-hmm. on that particular team. They do have one really fucked up piece that I hope gets jettisoned out of there. But as Kelly said, I feel like this is a good team to go to for this exercise if you didn't have one. Because, one, it's not like a Hawks-esque team who will maybe have no chance of ever, like, making it into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. These guys could be pretty successful. They're pretty fun to watch. Uh, And it is, like, a bit like a, a clean slate. I don't know. Yeah, I like the Nets. So sue me. <laughs> <laughs> She's got Brooklyn down already. Wow. Hey, uh, I like the Nets. <laughs> Katie, have you um so you're you're a Nets fan. We've just no. established that. <laughs> have you yet uh bought any Spencer Dinwiddie cryptocurrency? <laughs> No, I didn't even know he had any, but that's great for him for being such an entrepreneur. Yeah, he's converted his contract into cryptocurrency, but the NBA won't let him sell it yet. That's good. That's smart. I'm glad (laughs) that the league's safeguarding. You probably shouldn't be able to invest in a player's individual contract. I feel like that's opening the door for some cap malfeasance, specifically from Joe Lacob Uh and or (laughs) the Alibaba founder. (laughs) You raise a good point, though, because I could see the Nets not being the ideal team to keep up with because every single one of these players has, like, so much else on the go. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, like, more, uh, I think it's, like, a, accelerated by the fact that they all live in New York, so they all feel like they need to be, like, hustling. Mm. On- Do they right. live in New York, though? They're from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. You need to apologize to Lena Dunham right now, Joey. Um, what I will say is uh, if I could choose, uh, I would never root for a team that had Kevin Durant on it. All right, next. <laughs> um, the sh- wow. The sh- wow. The sh- it's not an enjoyable experience. Um, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Sean... Are there any UK UK players on the Charlotte Hornets? Uh, there are indeed, Joey. Uh, former number two overall pick Michael Gilchrist is there. Uh, Malik Monk is there. And PJ Washington is there. Uh, it is possible that Michael Jordan only watches... Uh, ACC basketball <laughs> and and like select Kentucky games as well. I I the roster is so loaded with players from like yeah specifically it's close enough to North Carolina. Uh, clearly, there's some kind of golf course uh, around there too. So yeah, <laughs> they're very Kentucky heavy. All right, Katie. Why would someone root for the Charlotte Hornets? Mm, because when you look at their roster photos, the one of Cody Seller is him bleeding from a head wound. <laughs> <laughs> and I do huh? think that kind of surmises the whole team's vibe <laughs> most of the time. 
Um, and I always will have a soft spot for Bismarck Biombo, who, because he played a good a handful playoffs. of games yeah. for the Raptors, got like an uh, outstanding, unheard of multi million dollar contract. <laughs> he basically got his. Otherwise, I don't know what to tell you. Not many reasons. <laughs> Uh, I've got one actually. Uh, Devonte Graham is cool and good. He's uh, cool. That's why I'd root for them. I also like Miles Bridges. Uh, I like those three guys from the University of Kentucky. I don't know. I mean, look, you're never gonna win more than twenty five games if you root mm-hmm. for this team. But I think there's a lot of fun young guys on here, and it's got to be kind of funny. If the owner of the team you root for is Michael Jordan, <laughs> yeah, let me let me tell you this right now: you should be rooting for the Charlotte Hornets if you live in the greater Charlotte area. Other than that, if you could choose any team in the league, why would you do this to yourself? I, see, I like those young guys too, but they're going somewhere this else. This one's kind of high on my list. I kind of like. What? I kind of like this one. Uh, <laughs> This is this is this is like occasionally we realize on this podcast like when the just like constant losing of rooting for the Warriors up until five years ago has just seeped into our brains. And I, I've had the same thing where I'm like, oh, maybe you could watch Devontae Graham grow without remembering the entire history of the Charlotte Hornets franchise. Uh pure misery, basically. Uh, since since the original team moved to New Orleans, uh, Kelly, why should Silky Johnson root for the Charlotte Hornets? I think Silky's got to stay away. Uh, I mean, <laughs> how about this? These are all players he used to root for, right? Mm-hmm. So he used to root for Malik Monk. So he knows what Malik Monk is all like. If you're a Hornet fan and you get Malik Monk back in a few years, or you change teams and you're like, I'm going to root for the Hawks now, and you're like, Oh wait, the Hawks have Malik Monk. No, no. He, uh, Kid Gilchrist never plays. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's hurt. And all Washington the time. is fantastic, but he's six foot six and a half, and you're within a month and a half. You're going to be like, oh yeah, this guy wasn't taking us to an NCAA championship. How the heck is he going to get this team to thirty? How many games do they play? Eighty-two. So what do you got to <laughs> make to make the playoffs? Like sixty, forty-one, and they're still not going to make the playoffs. Oh yeah, I'm not going to pick Charlotte. All right, that's me doing my Silky Johnson. Fair enough. Uh, do you have a Do you have a guitar riff for the Charlotte Hornets? You ready? Yep. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Michael Jordan likes players from the suburbs. So if you're into like players that grew up with uh, uh, you know two cars in a in a in a, in a suburban uh, no just just choose another team besides Charlotte. I don't what know. I've seen, you know what he does at the draft interviews, Kelly? He he slowly takes out a Wetzel's pretzel and he sees if if the guy wants to eat it or not. And if he if he really wants that pretzel, Jordan's like top of the draft board. That's <laughs> got the suburban. And then if the guy eats the pretzel, Michael Jordan dramatically reaches behind his back and produces an orange Julius and says, welcome Damn. to the Hornets. I feel like I would do really well on the Hornets. <laughs> <laughs> they have like really long conversations about that guy who goes around checking the meters. 
yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. Katie, do they have Orange Julius in Canada? Yeah, but there's only like two in Toronto, not in Canada. <laughs> All right. The Chicago Bulls. Sean, are there any Kentucky players on the Chicago Bulls? Uh, there are not. Um, I don't, I don't believe there's any Kentucky connections as far as I can tell. I should have been looking a little more into the coaching staff and the front office, but I didn't. So. (laughs) All right. Kelly, why you've lived in Chicago. Why would someone become a fan of the Chicago Bulls in 2019? Because I do not know. Hey, Joey, can I cut in for a second? Yeah. I just realized that Gar Foreman is from uh, from our area. What do you mean? How is that possible? He's from Moraga. Oh, oh, that's fine. Whatever. He's a loser. That sounds about right. How, how is he not from Iowa? How does that make any sense? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. Because I saw he went to college at Utah State, and I said, absolutely. Yes, that's, he, he, he coached at a place called uh, College of the Desert. And I'm like, yes, absolutely he did. Cal Poly Pomona? Absolutely. Oh, but he became an Iowa State assistant, and because of that, he has a job with the Bulls for life because of his connection to Iowa State. No, but he's the reason they're connected to Iowa. Oh, he's the source of that? Yes. No, Tim Floyd. Tim Jerry Krause's obsession with Tim Floyd is, is the source of that. Yeah, Still? he was one of Tim Floyd's assistants. But Tim Floyd, didn't. that didn't go over well. <laughs> John Paxson still takes well, Jerry Krause's place. I mean... Joey, it didn't. He didn't. I don't think he considered it a failure because he just he hired Fred Hoiberg later. Well, hey, Fred Hoiberg's on my side because he doesn't return texts. I found out the other day. No, the Bulls are a minor league operation, and (laughs) uh, they are disturbing and inessential. And uh, they are. I wrote last year that if toxic masculinity could fly a plane, this would be its bus. (laughs) And I stand by that statement. I, uh, they are unenjoyable in, in all regards, uh, even the good times, like when they put Kobe white in for uh, a last second hail Mary to win a ball game. Uh, they take a big fella out who's supposed to be at the free throw line to secure a defensive rebound to pass to Kobe white for that hail Mary. And those are some of the syrups that Jim bumbles Boylan likes to make up all the time. Uh, Tim Trimble's Boylan, uh, <laughs> is not a good basketball coach. They do not have a good front office. They have a uh, ownership group that does not enjoy the sport of basketball. And also, let me bring us back. They also employ Jim Trimblebits Boylan. He is not a good basketball coach. With that in place, they used to have Artis Gilmore, who used to play for <laughs> Kentucky's ABA team. But he was chased away by Jerry Reinsdorf. Don't root for the Bulls. They're hideous. They wear those right, red uniforms at home, which makes absolutely no sense. It's just a miserable franchise up and down, and uh, I'm I'm ashamed to uh, to 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 have. Uh, listen, I still have a lot of memorabilia around. Okay, I'm not going to lie. There's just a lot of stuff hanging around. But they are ruining Wendell Carter's first few years. Kobe White's going to lose that smile in about two and a half months. Chris Dunn is like their best player right now, out of spite. It's <laughs> it's not a good situation. Isn't and, Chris Dunn's uh, entire thing kind of out of spite? Like, isn't that kind of his motivating factor is just like, he seems like if Spite were a player, it would be Chris Dunn. You know what I mean? Leading the league in steals, coming out of Providence. It's, (laughs) they are bad at making you feel uh, things about the game of basketball. Sorry for dipping into Katie's realm, but they make me wonder why this sport does what it does to me. 
because this collection of personalities, people, let's just say, let's just say it, men, this group of men, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not fit for consumption, least of all from Kentuckians. Pass. <laughs> all right. That's a pretty strong case. Uh, Katie Heindel, do you have any counters to that rant we just heard? Yeah, I think the gear's cool as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kelly. I think, uh, look, to me, the Bulls are like not very, they're like a team you could get into now only to ignore them and then get a bunch of really cool um, throwback or even current uh, gear and wear around because it's still one of the coolest looking, I don't know, I think it's in the whole league. Uh, Denzel Valentine and Otto Porter Jr. are two sweet angels. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it's it's a tough sell from a player. <laughs> but if you just want to pretend to like a team, I feel like you could just go in and all in on the polls, not pay too close attention, hope for another coach to come along shortly. I feel like becoming a Bulls fan in 2019 is a little bit like uh, becoming a U2 fan because that (laughs) album appeared on your phone. Exactly. (laughs) It's easy. So if you don't want, it it depends on your level of commitment. If you're just looking to rep a team, then you found the team to do it with because everybody looks good in a Chicago Bulls jacket. It is true. That is true. I will say that, that, Thinking about all these young players that have come to Chicago and had their souls crushed yeah. makes me think of the Bulls <laughs> as like the NBA equivalent of the like military school. school? I, I was <laughs> I was even gonna say like the the school to prison pipeline almost. <laughs> like you can't escape; you're just incarcerated for there for years. Your only hope is to like act out enough that you get transferred somewhere else. Yeah, look at Doug McDermott. He's, <laughs> he's afraid to look you in the eye. Yeah, and now he's thriving. I feel like Barely. if Chris Thomas had gone somewhere else, <laughs> I, I really think that could have worked. I really do. If you walk into a room too briskly and Doug McDermott is there, he will, he will, he'll get a little uneasy at first. He's it's not skittish. all the way gone. Um. <laughs> look, let me just pose this to you, to you all theoretically. What if Stan Van Gundy makes his triumphant return and is hired by the Chicago Bulls? Uh, that would cost Jerry Reinsdorf money, so it wouldn't happen. <laughs> That's the only problem. But would that turn the team around a little bit in your hearts? There are players I really like on the Bulls. Like, I love Sadoransky. I love Wendell Carter. Uh, Lori Markinen, I loved, and then they've already destroyed somehow. Um, uh-huh. like I have yeah, no he looks faith scary now. I have no faith in Lori Marketing ever turning it the ship around, and it's solely because of what the Bulls have done to him. Um, I think Jim Boylan's the worst NBA coach I can remember, though. Me too. I <laughs> like I I I I can't think. Of, I mean, and we rooted for the Warriors for I, a, a long well, time. I was gonna say I think PJ Carlissimo is close. <laughs> but that's Over the Montgomery? level we're talking about. But like PJ knows how to like call a timeout. Yeah, you know but I mean? also like, a p- a player choked him. <laughs> I mean that's true, but like like he also played just... Kevin Garnett at sh- I mean Kevin Durant at shooting guard, Sean. But PJ. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that he really ruined the development of Kevin Durant. 
Oh, wait, actually, that worked out pretty well. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys do not have fiery Mike Montgomery takes. I guess just no one cared about him enough to choke him. We were too broken by then. I mean, he was really bad, though. He was though. really bad. Oh, did KG get to you? Hmm? Oh, yeah. break you? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of did. Um, all right, we got to move on. The Cleveland Cavaliers, Sean, do they have a University of Kentucky player? They have uh, NCAA tournament hero, super freshman, Brandon Knight. Oh, so they don't have any University of Kentucky players then. Because he doesn't play. Um, All right. Uh, Katie, is there a feelings reason someone would root for the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2019? There isn't. The Cavs are so sad. (laughs) Um. It's sad. It's sad because one, my one of my number one enemies is on the team, so I I do have a personal bias. Matthew Delavidova. Oh, Delhi. Okay. <coughs> why and, is wait? Why is Matthew Delavidova one of your number one enemies? Have you ever googled rats playing basketball? <laughs> 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 Just so you could do that, and then you'll know. Um. Anyway, Tristan Thompson's a waste. Um, I feel like Kevin Love's got to get the hell out of there. But it sucks because there's a lot of really, like, young and, like, guys that look like they want to have fun kind of dudes on this team. Mm-hmm. But I can't really I can't really give a good feelings reason why. Oof. I'm sorry. That's rough. But I mean, almost all the players represent bad feelings in one form or another. Yeah, I will say, like, watching Larry Nance Jr. play against the Raptors the other night, the entire game I thought he was wearing black construction boots. And I was like, this checks out. <laughs> like, And that's kind of how he runs around with just, like, the weight of the world, like, all down at his feet. He definitely... He's a lunch, he's a lunch pail guy. <laughs> Larry Nance Jr. definitely, for a guy who's, like, pretty athletic... I would describe the way he runs as clomping. (laughs) (laughs) So he shouldn't wear construction boots when he's playing basketball. Um, Kelly, is there a reason to root for the Cleveland Cavaliers? I mean, Dylan Windler sounds like a guy who just went to Kentucky, but not on a athletic (laughs) scholarship. Yeah. He was just like a volunteer walk-on who unaffiliated. No, no, not even. He's 5'10", but super racist. Um, (laughs) Kevin Porter Jr. was born on May 4th, 2000. And I was thinking, like, that date sounds familiar to me because I lived through it. And, uh, yeah, I looked it up. That was the game where uh, Travis Best hit that corner three to beat the Milwaukee Bucks in game five of the opening round Pacers Bucks. In 2000, that's the day Kevin Porter was born. Wow. Oh, we're in the oh future and it's terrible. <laughs> it still inclu- includes the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, there's no reason to root for them. They're the team that traded for John Henson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did they also give up a bunch for J.J. Hickson? Yeah, uh, yeah, they did. They st- I think they still owe a pick to like uh, the Dallas Cowboys in 2032. <laughs> Matthew Delavidova drinks Corona out of a can. I've seen a, a Corona can. <laughs> All right, uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Sean, any UK players out in Dallas? Uh, none. Okay. Um, yeah, that's right because it's only. Yeah, they they just don't particularly have a 
historical connection to the university at all. It's like after Jamal Mashburn, they were like, no, thanks. This is, we don't want, I mean, it wasn't his fault that they all fought over Tony Braxton, but I think he's still affiliated with the the Three Js era. Um, I will say Dwight Powell sort of feels like a Kentucky guy, but he's not a Kentucky guy uh, because he's uh, not that athletic. All right, yeah, he, uh, he didn't peak at age sixteen. Yeah, Plus exactly. Mark was from Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that might. Just... Oh, yeah, that's really important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Cuban's uh, uh, facade of an empire was based on pirating University of Kentucky radio broadcasts. No, Indiana, and then, Indiana. Sorry, India, Indiana broadcasts, and then uh, selling his company at its peak value that was then worth nothing. Uh, just broadcast. like com. Um, yeah, about a year before Kevin Porter Jr. was born. <laughs> uh, Kelly, is there a reason to root for the Dallas Mavericks in 2019? Uh, let's see. Kentucky has the potential for really great basketball uniforms, but every time I see them, they're, they're just kind of off. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think like Dallas is the same. Well, Dallas has had the worst. This isn't even about the city additions. That's just this is piling on. Uh, you know, everyone goes through a Paul's Boutique phase at some point. They're going to try that bullshit. Sorry for cursing. Those blues are beautiful down in Dallas. It's, 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 I mean, what? Dallas has potential. So I can see getting in on it, especially if you maybe have like a, a, con, a conflict of opinion with Calipari for a year and you want to go hang out with Cuba and go. I can kind of see it. Bobin's always on the Gobin. And uh, J.J. Barea just kind of looks like an assistant coach on a team like mm-hmm. Kentucky. Yeah, so I'm yeah. kind of feeling it. But as with all things, I got to work on the uniform before I can I can sign off on anything. I I get where you're going. Um, I have this feeling we're gonna uh, we're gonna decide against rooting for the Dallas Mavericks for non basketball reasons. But Katie. Tell us some feelings about the da- you have about the Dallas Mavericks. You know, like I don't want to throw you off, but I think that <laughs> <laughs> the Mavericks are like a little bit of an intriguing feelings choice, mm-hmm. um, but not in its current form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would take a lot of dismantling and maybe an explosion mm-hmm. uh, to get Mark Cuban out of there, get yeah. Porzingis. Off this damn roster. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then, I mean, you're looking at some pretty nice guys. Exactly. Sweet dudes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I watched uh, Bowman. I didn't know he had a show. Uh, I watched a show of him today, which is called Bowman on the Go Bet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's him at the Texas State Fair eating a bunch of carnival food. That's mm-hmm. the whole episode. Pretty cool. <laughs> Um, I always feel, I always root a little bit for Seth Curry because everybody's just forgotten about him. I like Tim Hardaway Jr.'s energy a lot. DeLon, I love DeLon. Yeah, this is a fun team. It's just too bad they're the Dallas Mavericks, you know what I mean? (laughs) But I will say an intriguing point about them, and this is like, see, this kind of shows you almost like encapsulated why they're intriguing but also problematic when they hired jenny busek to be an assistant coach she was pregnant and they didn't have a mat leave policy in place Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they had never experienced that before 
mm-hmm. employing a woman <laughs> at that level. Yeah. So they had to make one, which is great, but they already should have had one. <laughs> uh, yeah, rooting for Luka Doncic for the next 20 years seems like a really great idea. But uh-huh. also you have to remember you're also rooting for Mark Cuban for 20 years, too. And mm-hmm. uh, I can't do it, man. Although I, I, I will say there's definitely a possibility that he dies on the operating <laughs> table for plastic surgery procedure because uh, his face is like 70% artificial right now, I think. If if he died, does Dirk just become the owner? They've secretly just been giving him shares of the team for all these years, right? I believe that's true. It's it's um he has it's I believe what happens is he and Ross Perot Jr. have a three point shootout to determine <laughs> It's Texas code. If Dirk owned the team, then this would be the number one team. I might jump ship, but uh I've thought about it for Dirk in the... I mean, I, I kind of did in the playoffs for years just because, well, it my my own rooting interests were not relevant after mm-hmm. uh, Christmas. December, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I think this one's going to be a strong contender. Sean, the Denver Nuggets, do they have any uh, University yeah. of Kentucky players? Uh, they have they have two. They have Jamal Murray, and they also have the mysterious Jared Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he sound like like a shipwrecked billionaire who's been missing for years, <laughs> been confirmed dead? No, nah, it sounds like an episode of the Boogie Monster podcast. It's like, ah, oh, the Jared Vanderbilt stabbings, and there's several oh, yeah. ghosts. And Cal Canaan's like, I'm not feeling this one, bro. Um, That's the worst Canaan impression. All right, let's... Uh, the right last the time... The, one of the last times I did stand-up was... I was uh, on, I was hosting Sean's show, and Canaan was on it, and I was like... Uh, you might recognize this next guy from saying, Workaholics is next. Uh, here's Kyle Kinane. <laughs> um, and now that's our friend David Borey's yeah, job. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Katie, why would you root for the Denver Nuggets in 2019? Well, 2019 is kind of the perfect year to root for the Denver Nuggets. It's it hard really, to, like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to, like, root against them uh and i think it's a perfect uh entry entry team because look i don't think you're gonna have many strong years rooting for the denver nuggets but if you're gonna pick a team this season then this is the one uh jamal murray sweet sweet boy from mississauga canada that's in ontario folks um (laughs) will barton what is that town like katie it's it's fine it's mostly a suburb but oh, okay. it's uh, well, Michael it's, Jordan's ears just perked up. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great Canadian talent, not just athletic, musical talent, artistic talent comes out of Mississauga because it's a big part of the diaspora outside of Toronto. Oh, so, so it's like uh, Canada, New Jersey. No, not at all. Wow. Is that what you just heard in her explanation was New Jersey? Well, no, but the thing is, is like a lot of really great bands come out of New Jersey because it's close to New York. Does it name a second band? What? Well, it's like uh, you're not calling the Smithereens a great band, are you? No, but like uh, 
uh, well, I mean, there's, you know, there's Springsteen, but there's like uh, Ted Leo. There's uh, uh, there's a lot of New Jersey bands. Oh, Titus you're right. Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. I totally forgot yeah, yeah. about Southside Johnny. <laughs> okay. Titus Andronicus. <laughs> um, bon Jovi. <laughs> and, Come on. Not like that, but anyway, moving on. You Does got. You know what? Wait, what? Tango, technically from New Jersey. Yeah, they're from New Jersey. Yeah. Can I keep going? Yeah. This is yeah, sorry. It's not like New Jersey. <laughs> uh, Jokic, obviously. The thing I like the best about Jokic and what like f- filled me with the most feelings was at the beginning of the year when people getting down on him about um what he looked like now mm-hmm. and like. Yeah. His eating habits, which I think is extremely inappropriate and none of your business, mm-hmm. but that how he just kind of like leaned extremely hard on, on that and like ran with it. Um, and he doesn't give a, a shit what he looks like, and he's playing the best basketball of his life. He has started lifting weights after games too. Mm-hmm. Doesn't just to matter. Give everybody the finger. He's never gonna look ripped. <laughs> it's not that you're like that Eastern European body type. Yeah. Do your research. Anyway, the one drawback I will say, huge for me, huge. This team has a Plumley. Mm. Oh, yeah. And not the fu- not the Burning Man Plumley either. <laughs> uh, the the, I mean, like, the, the dedicated to basketball fun. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fun Plumley, Joey. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't say the fun one. I said the Burning Man Plumley. Okay. Because you know, you know, the other the Atlanta Plumley rides a unicycle, right, Katie? Yeah, of course I know that. <laughs> um, all right, Kelly, why would you root for the Denver Nuggets in 2019? Uh, the the dribble handoff Plumley, clearly. Yeah. He's just everything <laughs> that college basketball is supposed to provide you with after six seasons at uh, a college. That I mean, is I'm the thing. Dating. He's a very NCAA player, that Plumley. Yeah, well, except yeah. for the fact that he's good at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Mason Plumlee's really good. Uh, yeah, the Nuggets are a go. The they, they came back against the Magic recently, and uh, they 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 seem to have a spark in them that will probably extinguish in the year twenty twenty. But before <laughs> then, they're going to beat up on the Timberwolves, and this guy's going to have a fantastic end. You know, Silky is just going to be smoothing his way out of twenty nineteen. He's going to be the only one. Yeah, I think this is a strong contender to be Silky's team. Just because Jokic is going to be there forever, and he, I mean, hopefully, but uh, he also just plays basketball like no one else I've ever seen, I think. Like, there are more just casual, super weird things he does during an ordinary game mm-hmm. uh, that are, like, just like the, the, the spots he shoots from and the thing, like... Just weird passes. It's like it really is watching a bear play basketball, like a really <laughs> agile yeah. circus bear. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is the thing I like about picking Denver to root for is you're picking a good team, but not a front runner. Yeah, uh, and good jerseys too. Yeah, and good. I mean, that throwback, the rainbow throwback, is the best jersey in the NBA. That's um, true. I feel like Jokic is a, is a sun bear, not a circus bear. <laughs> no, I'll take that. Yeah, I just I was trying to indicate his uh, agility. That's all. I can't wait till Vanderbilt plays, and you guys can tell me what sort of uh, uh, bipedal he looks like. 
yeah, it's that's the <laughs> other funny thing they have is uh, if you're into high-profile injured college basketball players, this is the team for you because every year they take a guy with a blown-out ACL – uh, and just put them on the bench, and maybe they'll play again. Maybe they won't, because they have Jared Vanderbilt, Michael Porter Jr., and Bull Bull. <laughs> um, all right, the Detroit you Pistons. you have 42 oh, billion search results for dunk highlights on YouTube and a congenital back deficiency, <laughs> then this is your team. Get up off the couch. Your pizza's here, Kentucky. It's time to watch Denver Nuggets basketball. <laughs> All right, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Sean, are there any U? There's got to be a UK player on the Detroit Pistons, there's a, right? There's not a UK player on. The is that Pistons. is this the first year there hasn't been a UK player on the Detroit Pistons in thirty well, well, years? I mean, Patient <laughs> I mean, Prince got a lifetime contract, which did help things along there. <laughs> Uh, and then they did they have uh, I'm trying to think their other notable Kentucky dudes. I mean, Brandon they just Knight. drafted. Yeah, they <laughs> they just um, they've kind of like like Joe Dumars just loved uh, a big program college player. Yeah, and that in, informed their roster for a while. All right, uh, Kelly, is there a reason to root for the Detroit Pistons in 2019? No. Yeah. No. This team is no. extra depressing to me. You ever seen their owner try to fire a, a lottery ticket or a, like a scoop ball or whatever into the first four <laughs> rows of that arena? No. No. You talk about Mark Cuban's forehead. This guy's got material they haven't even invented yet on top of his. He's also like a weird private prison entrepreneur, I think. Oh, swell. 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 Yeah, so, you know, him and this point guard, D. Rose, yeah, maybe you could pick another squad is, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Uh, you ever, if you ever want to watch basketball uh, 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 played as a satire, watch Tom Maker. Uh, just, just watch him <laughs> go out there and decide. If they're asking for L, I'll still do Z. Uh, Blake Griffin's knee exploded in 2018. And uh, Lewis King sounds like a guy that would have been on the team with uh, uh, John Long and Kelly Trapuca, <laughs> but he's not. He's just, no, Langston Galloway is a fine name, and Luke Kennard looks like someone who can shoot three-pointers, but not really when, when it comes down to it. No, don't root yeah. for Detroit. Luke Kennard is their third best player. I think that's all a college basketball fan needs to know about the Detroit Pistons. Uh, but, Katie, are there feelings reasons to root for the Detroit Pistons? Um, I feel like I'm cursed with the Pistons because to me, they're like a legacy like team. Like I, mm-hmm. I've always liked the Pistons. Yeah, I love Rashid. You're close enough that you can cross the land bridge. Okay. Yeah, but I've only done that once and it was at the old stadium, which I didn't realize was a city away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Detroit. <laughs> it's a lot they're a lot closer to Toronto now. <laughs> uh-huh. Um yeah, because of Rashid, because of the bad boys years, but uh I think what's happening now is just a curse. Um and it's like trying to narrowly like push me out of fandom. Now, it's working. Here's a question for you, Katie. Mm-hmm. Is it the Pistons who are cursed or is it Blake Griffin personally who's cursed? That's a good. That's a good question. Um, I think the Pistons are cursed. I think Blake Griffin has brought his own like unique brand of 
cursedness <laughs> to the team. So now there's like this swirling double curse. Um, yeah, it's like, it's pretty bleak, man. Derek Rose sucks. Um, uh, who else is even? Markeith Morris has turned so mean the farther he gets away from his twin. <laughs> <laughs> um, the oh, the Hessians were right with their experiments. <laughs> The only shining light to, for me on this team is Andre Drummond, and like that's even getting bleaker. Like the other day, as like I guess like a fluff piece, the team sent him to uh, a, the car factory to look at how jeeps were being made. <laughs> it was so fucking bleak. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. Like, and I will say, uh, recently, like two of my best dudes on the Raptors got hurt just trying to break the Dwayne Casey curse. Uh, playing this team last night, so like the Pistons, don't 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 get into this. You know, I could be your proof. Stay away. All right. It really feels like it really feels like like if you if you're wondering what is like fundamentally broken with Blake Griffin, it's that he's a basketball player. Like one of the coolest things you can do in the universe, and he wants to be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Oh. Which is one of the sadder. Like, like, look, stand-up comedy's great, a lot of talented people, but just, like, deeply sad overall. Wouldn't you say, Joey? Yeah, 100%. Like, why is his aspiration to be like, I play in arenas under the big lights, but really, I would like to be talking to drunks in a basement in Montreal at 11.30. And not because of my merit, because I'm famous. Um, what do you think? I am going to roast the hell out of Joe Rogan. <laughs> on a lightly watched Comedy Central event. Here, please, please, can I employ someone to write some transphobic jokes about Kate? Hey, Jones? those who are friends. <laughs> He's hiding. True. I'm sure. I, I apologize to all my close friends secretly writing jokes for Blake Griffin. Would you feel better if Blake Griffin were an improv freak? Because he'd have that unexplainable <laughs> motivation that cheeriness that no one can quite figure out that 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 glint in his eye that's almost inhuman that tells you that this is great even though it isn't and i almost feel like i'd rather have an improv door than a sad sack stand-up comedy guy as my power forward i feel like his career would be better if he was an improv guy not a stand-up guy actually yeah, yeah, um, I think yeah that's he would bring a whole different energy out there improv yeah. freak because <laughs> there's a real beautiful Sorry, there's just a mix of of that, you know, go for it all, you know, like we're seeing with the UCB billionaires. You know, there's just that 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 go for the jugular thing in in the top of them, that that, that theater kid act. But there's also that sense of uh, you, you know, of all this content we're putting out is amazing. It's great, and that's perfect for an 82 game season. I say we start looking out for the improv dorks. I say every assaulted yeah. nuts place on campus, <laughs> we start shaking them down, see if we can find a backup point guard. Out of there. I like it. I like it. Because because at this point, his aspiration is to tell jokes that other people wrote. And that's like, come on, man. Be a little more creative. All right. Stop hanging out. With, <laughs> stop reading Barstool, buddy. All right. We're less than halfway through in an hour in. We got we to gotta oh speed All right, up okay. here. All right. Uh, the Golden State Warriors. Sean, are there any University of Kentucky players on the uh, – Yes, Joey, your favorite warrior, Willie Cauley-Stein. Oh, I'm going to say right off the bat, don't be a Golden State Warrior fan. All right, uh, let's start with Kelly. Kelly, is there a reason to root for the Golden State Warriors in 2019? 
Yeah, they're going to remember everything about Kali Stein, and they're going <laughs> to get it wrong because he's not like that anymore. Now that he gets paid, it's it's not the same. Yeah, he's I, I the like worst. Him. I hate watching he's him. Just, it's so bad. And it's two teams now that are just like, oh, can we just here? I'll give him this hat if it will just go away. So, uh, yeah, if you want to get in on the whole uh, uh, shock horror of them returning 13 All-Stars and a top first-round pick all at once and that magical trade exception, fine. You still got to root for a team that has like three arenas inside its own arenas that are all <laughs> fashioned after Epstein's Jets. The interior is exactly the same. The applesauce brand is the same. Everything's the same. Uh, you know, you got to dig in on that. And and the rest of, uh, you know, WCS's contracts. So, boy, I don't know. It depends on how much you hate yourself, Kentucky. Kelly. Sorry, Katie. <laughs> Silky. <laughs> it has been a little, I'm going to say it has been a little confusing with Joey and I, because we're like, all right, did you hear from Katie? Did you hear from Katie? And yeah. Um, yeah. Why do you think my sister decided she wanted to be called Kate in about 1994? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you name us these? <laughs> uh, all right. Katie, is there a reason to root for the Golden State Warriors in 2019? No. And there, yeah, no, there wasn't. There wasn't before, but there isn't especially now. I feel like if I get the Warriors now, it would be like, um, do you know when like a distant relative gets a hold of like a meme on Facebook that was around like two years ago? Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like it would be. Getting getting on the Warriors train now. See, it's I, over. It's done. <laughs> I feel like uh, becoming a Golden State Warriors fan now is like uh, watching Archie Bunker's place without ever having seen All in the Family, <laughs> um, which is a very yeah. old reference. But uh, Sean, is there a reason for uh, Silky to root for the Golden State Warriors? I mean, it's still pretty fun to watch. Like. <laughs> I feel like I would enjoy the Warriors more if I wasn't actually a fan of them now. I mean, not not this year, but like with Steph and Clay in a more objective way. I don't know, man. There's so much weird bullshit around Warriors fandom now, um, partly because of, you know, some Warriors fans are uh, publicly giant assholes. Some Warriors owners are like that, too. But um, I still think they're kind of they're pretty fun to watch. Well, I mean, this team isn't. We're talking 2019. Um, the D'Lo Pascal Willie Cauley Stein edition. <laughs> I'm upset about that Bunker's Place reference because Chase Center is huge and voluminous and ostentatious and terrible. Where Archie Bunker, that whole Norman Lear was printing money for mm-hmm. that television station. When it came time for a spinoff. After that last show, after All in the Family was on this tiny little stage, the same couch for 32 years, Mm -hmm. they give him the worst set, the cheapest set, makes (laughs) Lucky Louie look like uh, uh, Carnegie Hall. Uh, Come on. I I know it's supposed to be... Sorry, I, I didn't expect the Friends apartment, but I just wanted a little something more. Carol O'Connor had to go to the South and start filming on film to get what he wanted out of production about it. He had to go to <laughs> Heat of the Night, which is the show that comes on when it's time to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I went with Hunter growing up, Kelly. The Houston like, Rockets. That time. All right, the Houston Rockets. Sean, are there any UK players on the Houston Rockets? Uh, there are not. They had a brief flirtation with Brandon Knight. And, uh... <laughs> uh, Katie, 
Why would you root for the Houston Rockets? I would, and I do. I think uh, where the Celtics were a, a team that you wanted to get into if you wanted people to hate you, um, this is this is how do I put this? People will still hate you, but they'll <laughs> respect your choices a little bit more, or they'll maybe be a bit nervous of you, um, and or it will kind of like project an air of. Mm, mystery and confidence. <laughs> I like, like, I like, I like the whole mean cast of characters uh, on the Rockets. I like the non-mean cast of characters. I love PJ Tucker. Tyson Chandler is the most handsome man in the universe. Uh, it weirdly makes me f- I'm like. Sorry, what? <laughs> I feel like we've been over this before. I think we have. True. Yeah, I've been over all this maybe separately with each of you <laughs> at different times. But if my views weren't expressly clear before, they are now. Even though he's a Taurus. Even though. Yeah. I mean, we share a sun sign, but I mean, a ruling planet in our sun signs. Sorry. Uh, the Rockets kind of like does something to Austin Rivers where I don't think he's a total dork, um, even though he is. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I'm either like so drawn to this team because I can't wait to see if they combust, um, or if they can like hold it together with all this this weird energy. So I think the Rockets are a good team to root for if you if you want to be kind of an outlier, but respect yourself. All right, KD. Why would you root for the Houston Rockets in twenty? Uh, mine is same as Katie's, just way dumber. I, I as as he's all out. I, I uh, this is unprecedented stuff happening in Houston. If you're launching into this NBA thing out of nowhere, why why not take in you know the the team that has Luis Tiant as its pitcher? Just get into this is weird. What James Harden is doing is weird and strange and fun. And listen to us, NBA nerds. We're still digging it this many years on, maybe more than ever. So yeah, dive in on this this craziness and uh you know just uh, stay off twitter okay i have a fucking counter to this um yeah <laughs> if you're gonna look if if you're gonna root for houston for <laughs> one year yes hop on now but do not commit yourself to a team owned by tillman fertita just don't do it it's not worth it if this is you know, one night, if this was a basketball equivalent of a one-season stand, go for it, baby. But do not marry the Houston Rockets, uh, because Tillman Fertitta is going to fuck this team up pretty soon, I would say. Right, Sean? Okay, Sean's gone. Are you guys... Uh, hey, hey, I'm here. I'm yeah. here. Sorry. <laughs> just cut out for a second. Uh, oh, we're man. skipping the Pacers, right? Yeah, but I asked... I just... Yes. Well, Indiana, She's, no, doesn't matter. That's their next. The Clippers. Uh, they have Patrick Patterson. Um, Patrick Patterson. All right. Uh, classic Raptor. Uh, so <laughs> let's rap. start. Let's start with Katie. Uh, Katie, why would you root for the uh, Los Angeles Clippers? Because they have a great frantic energy, uh, and I think they're going to win the title. So if you want to just like slide into a team and, and convince people that, you know, that you liked them all along, this is a pretty good option because it has like a lot of strong disparate pieces that I feel like you can get really behind. Um, 
a lot of hated pieces, but that I find still easy to like. Patrick Beverly might be the most hated for some reason, but I love him. He's very cool. Patrick Patterson saw Nocturnal Animals nine times when he was <laughs> Wait, <in> Toronto. What? <laughs> <laughs> he loved that movie. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he went on record. He went in like a little paper during TIFF one year, uh, and he he said that that was what happened. I'll find the clip. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Um, Lou Williams, who I really didn't like for a long time, has like become very likely to be on this team. Mm-hmm. Paul George, who I, I think is very boring, finds himself a nice edge on this team. Uh, I think Steve Ballmer's a lunatic. Mm-hmm. That's great. But, That's yeah. the positive for me. <laughs> My number one reason to root for the Clippers is Steve Ballmer. Yes, uh, because I was going to say, you still get, you get his wonderful, you're assured his wonderful reactions anytime this team does, not well, but anything. Yeah. Uh, what about the Doc Rivers factor, though? Do you want to root for Doc Rivers, Katie? Actually, I will say, I didn't realize Doc Rivers was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing him in some post and, post and pregame scrums, I will say now, he's a funny dude. All right, Joey, Joey, Joey. Of course, he's Joey. funny. <laughs> yeah, yes, Joey. Do you want to know uh, the final uh, screen, the final movie screened at Pat Presents, Patrick Patterson's film screening series last year? Wait, what? Patrick oh, Patterson oh, yeah. has a film festival? I don't know if he's done it more than last year, but private movie events are called Pat Presents. He picks. Uh, he had a screening of Home Alone. Boring, uh, lame. You had to you had to wear Christmas pajamas there. Lame. Uh, one was a special screening of films from his student film contest. What? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. unfortunate. You shouldn't make people do that. <laughs> hey, then, I got a uh, I got a show. You want to come? Oh no, no, no! It's one yeah. of those. But Patrick then, Patterson's putting it on. <laughs> so so the most recent one he did in Oklahoma City, I believe he's probably not doing this in Los Angeles because uh, there's some places you can uh, see a movie screening. Um, the last one last season he did was uh, Triple Frontier, the the Ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam movie. Yeah, yeah. About, the guy who yeah. wrote uh, Mark Mark Bowl, the Bowl movie. Um Weird. Uh, KD, is there a reason to root for the Clippers? If you yeah, were- I think there's enough individual spirit in each of these uh, characters to, I think, get behind. When when the team is as ubiquitous as they are, they're going to be on national TV all the time. You're going to f- get to know these fellas. And mm-hmm. this whole Landry Shamit is super serious thing, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly, uh, ears are perking up. Here's my only hesitance to becoming a Clippers fan now uh, is it feels like you're jumping on a year too late. You know, I feel like you look like kind of a like a bandwagon asshole jumping on after Kawhi signs there where if you jumped on last year, you'd be in a perfect spot. Does that well, make the, sense? The weird. Yeah. I would say one of the weird things about living in Los Angeles and seeing this Clippers thing is that 
it feels like they had, I'm assuming this is a Lee Jenkins driven uh, advertising campaign for the season. And it's like all about like, like uh, street lights, not spotlights. Yeah, you that's know, a like, bil- that's an actual Clippers <laughs> yeah. billboard right now. But it, and it's all like it's like L.A. our way. Like like this is the the grinding team. And then they'd already like done all the artwork and committed to it. And then they got Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. So it's like we hit. This is the blue collar team. <laughs> that still plays in LA Live. Yeah, that just signed the finals MVP away from another team. Like And then also uh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh so the branding is weird. Being a Clippers fan is weird. I mean, like, look, if you've been on board with the Clippers, totally makes sense. But jumping on this year feels I disagree. There's also some uneasy stuff going on with their new building and the people they may be transplanting, too. So it depends on how deep you go in terms of your woke. If you are Ronald Reagan woke in the Land of Confusion video by Genesis, then, you know, maybe that won't bother you. But anything else, you might get, uh, you know, you might decide on another team. They are moving to Inglewood and they're up to no good. Um, All right. The Los Angeles Lakers, Sean, what UK players do they have? Hmm. Uh, Well, the, the Lakers are like the most Kentucky heavy team in the league, I think actually. Okay. Uh, with, with Anthony Davis, Rajon Rondo and Boogie cousins. Hmm. That's like the most famous Kentucky guys. I don't think any other team has more than three and they have like an actual national champ and right. Like those, yeah. those are more high. Pro- <laughs> I mean, Charlotte feels weirder because it's all <laughs> I mean Michael Kid Griffiths was a great wildcat but everyone else is like a, a dude that got taken 12th you know right. um alright uh KD is now a good time to become a Lakers fan I mean if you believe in that Kentucky exceptionalism then yeah because these are your shining examples of the brains and brawn that you send to the professional level. Also, you and, get LeBron uh, you, James for free. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine in your head that James totally would have been a wildcat from 2003 to 2007. Uh, yeah, I, I say why not? It's it's uh, it's your ideal. Uh, it is your. Uh, uh, I know Rob Palenka went to Michigan, but you know that this this is this is the pros. And if you're hopping on the pros, and your name is Silky Silky Johnson, is just a Laker avatar to to begin with. So yeah, I mean, true. I think for him personally, this might be the way to go. Uh, Katie, feelings, reasons to become a Lakers fan. Everything Sean said about the Clippers is what I feel about the Lakers in terms of like bandwagoning. But I, I also think that's the case. Isn't that the case every year for being a Lakers fan? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so isn't the, which isn't a bad thing. Isn't the real case for becoming a Lakers fan like you just get to be a Lakers fan? You know what I mean? Isn't that the case always? I mean, I guess I they've they had a bunch of bad this- years, but. I will say, though, like, my feelings about this team, I feel very good about most of them. But uh, this is the only team where the fans really bother me mm-hmm. <laughs> more than the team. So, Silky, if you want to go down this road, that's fine. But you're going to have to go, go it on your own. 
I will say if the one the factor I would say that might be interesting is that uh, he can probably see the Lakers, his new favorite team, more often living in Kentucky just on national television. <laughs> if that was, um, but you know you, you're going to have to stay up a little bit. Oh, they're all geeked out. They'll they'll be fine. Uh, yeah. I also found another thing is that uh, Kentucky fans also put flags outside their cars. And when you become a Laker fan, you get that little flag. It's I don't know true. where yeah, they give it out yeah. in California if it's a DMV or whatever, but like they give <laughs> you that flag to put <laughs> well, on when your you, car. The Department of the Department of Power and Water actually sends them to you with uh at, with uh eco friendly oh, light bulbs. Bullshit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get a yoga mat, uh, two avocados, a Laker <laughs> flag, and then yeah, low low efficiency. I think you'll also get like a beach towel, a like fleece blanket, flip. Elaine May's phone number. (laughs) And they give you some uh, some Ralph's brand uh, popsicles too. All right, Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Sean, any UK players on the Memphis Grizzlies? Uh, No, I did not see any. Okay, Uh, Katie, why would you become a Memphis Grizzlies fan in 2019? Did you say KD? KD? No, I meant KT. KT. Okay. <laughs> Don't ever say it like that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the Grizzlies is like, if anything, an all-feelings team. Yeah. I think at this point. Uh, so they're like all heart when they play. They're really fun to watch. John Morant is a marvel. I'm so scared of his precious little legs. Snap. <laughs> any day now they got jv um which is high on the feelings barometer uh they got bruno (laughs) (laughs) these are two wonderful essential parts of like a very high caliber feelings team pre the raptors when they were part of that team i should say um i didn't like andre Iguodala before he he came to the grizzlies now i like him just fine um yeah, I don't know. These guys just like they like to they like to tussle and have fun. <laughs> I I like this team if you're in on getting in the ground floor or something, uh, and yeah. possibly being disappointed a few years from now. But I would say the Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, John Morant combo feels a little bit like a uh, John Calipari recruit year where they're supposed to be really good and then they aren't as good as they're supposed to be. Uh, KD, should Silky Johnson become a fan of the Memphis Grizzlies? Silky Johnson, let me tell you about Anthony Melton. Okay, this guy can't shoot, but boy howdy can this fella play some defense. You will have fun watching him. It will remind you of absolutely nothing that's going on in college basketball these days. (laughs) Silky, Jaron Jackson Jr. has four rebounds this entire year. It's great. (laughs) It's so much fun. Jonas Valanciunas gets away with so many travels, and then sometimes they call him for travels when he doesn't travel. Solomon Hill has been doing that with his hair for like a year and a half now. I cannot recommend the Memphis Grizzlies enough. Uh, Sean Keane, anything you want to say about the Memphis Grizzlies? Uh, not, I mapped the driving distance from Lexington, Kentucky, because I don't know where Silky lives, so I just went with Lexington. 
Uh, six hours and 16 minutes, unless you take the scenic route, and then it's 6.38. It's, uh, it's a beautiful drive, by the way. I, I, like, Me- I like Memphis for Silky. Uh, keep that in mind. It's not the front runner, but it's, uh, it's higher on the list than you'd think a team that loses that much would be. All right. This is one of my preferred teams for sure. Just because like I feel like John Morant is going to be better to watch than almost anyone else. Yeah. Uh Yeah, like I Yeah. Another I think we've got another contender here though. Uh the Miami Heat, Sean, are there any UK players on the Heat this year? Yeah, and they're both extremely fun. You've got uh, rookie Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo. Oh, this is great. What great a name, this is great mm-hmm. name. Uh, K- uh, KDE, yeah. would you root for I the think, Miami Heat this year? What is the uh, uh, where our, our our friends from uh, Amish territories go off on that wild weekend or summer uh, year and a half that they have? Rumspringa. Yeah, <laughs> I got a feeling that the Miami Heat might be that sort of rum fashionista, whatever for our friends. Silky, 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 JJ. This team is a slick. They turn it over 123 times again because they're all out trying to buy cocaine. Let me tell you, man, this place has girls everywhere. Guys on top of those girls, underneath. Them, helping them lift stuff up, open them, uh, open up pickle jars. Miami is the place for you to spend this next. I don't know what do we think till May, May thirtieth, until uh, yeah. you wake up and uh, the, how did I get that shoe and uh, when did I grow this uh, horn? It's uh, I think this could be the next uh, eight months for you, Silks. This is a great team. Uh, great jerseys when they were the Miami Vice ones. A lot of weirdos on this team and two Kentucky players that are actually fun. Uh, Katie, are there feelings reasons to root for the Miami Heat? Uh, as Kelly said, this is kind of like the spring break of feelings team. <laughs> I think like you can kind of excuse yourself all your usual habitual feelings. You can really just like run wild, let your freak flag fly on the beach, get a sunburn, get a sunstroke, pass out too early, not know where you're waking up. <laughs> um, you know, Dion Waiters keeps doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to say his latest is like a good encapsulation of calling in sick and then posting photos of yourself <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> it's a perfect, beautiful reason to, to like this team. Jimmy's having fun for the first time in his life. Uh-huh. Um, Bam's amazing. Uh, Dragic is like a weird Florida warlock. The only <laughs> drawback is Kelly Olenek sucks. <laughs> and I don't understand why they're not making him do something better with his like aesthetic appearance. If this, yeah, what is up? Yeah, because he's been there long enough now that this is not his spring break. This is his full time job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so aside from that, like if you just want to have a good time, go for the heat. Uh, Keen, anything you want to add to that? Uh, I just think this is a fun choice. Also, it's a team that is basically always going to try, um, which which is like a weirdly underrated thing to look for for a franchise where, like, they they tanked, like, once. Mm-hmm. And they got uh, Beasley. And they got Michael yeah. Beasley. <laughs> and now they'll never tank again. But also just, like, weird, weird, but very specific team culture. Um, I'm not as into the body shaming as a practice, but I love it as an observer, if that makes sense. Like, uh, 
very, very diverse array of celebrity fans. Uh, super fun team. Also, you can call yourself a Bernie bro because of their mascot. <laughs> All right. And Jimmy Buffett, who kind of looks like uh, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> All right. Boat incident, people. Boat incidents. You're scrolling through Hoops Hype. You missed the first part of the thing. You get to that second quote, and they refer to the boat incident. You're like, wait, what boat incident? I What did I miss? And you scroll back up. No, he's taking pictures on Instagram. You get that as part of your fandom. <laughs> All right. The Milwaukee Bucks, Sean, do they have any UK players? Uh, they have uh, the, the great Eric Bledsoe, oh, uh, athletic marvel and hair salon enthusiast. Also, uh, Giannis ate a lot of their fried chicken last summer when he was exploring American cuisine. Uh, KD is now a good time to jump on the Bucks bandwagon. Jelly says Jelly's wondering about Eric Bledsoe's last couple of weeks or last couple of games with the Wildcats. If he kind of, uh, you know, if he, if he was a little unsteady, a <laughs> little uneasy, little DJ Wilson in the second quarter of a real game. Uh, so I, I, I wonder about that. It's, you know, if you're into that, I don't know. I have I have extended family in Wisconsin that that that, that have come down that I visit for the holiday season, and then the Bucks have been at the top of the Eastern Conference both times, and they're like, ah, oh, just to be honest, he travels all the time. So if you're coming from that <laughs> college sort of area and you're just you're just unable to be moved, then maybe the Bucks aren't the team for you because it's a little too uh, different for you, even in, in what seems like their orthodoxy with Boonholzer and their Lopez and all that. I don't know. It's a little. It's a. It's kind of like getting into Ohio State. It, it feels like a little too heavy <laughs> to dive into right away. Uh, Katie, are there feelings reasons to become a Milwaukee Bucks fan? Uh, yeah. After I think like the freewheeling feelings reason to get into the Heat and then dropping directly into the Bucks, mm-hmm. it just feels like too too technical um, of a of a team to get into as your first team. You know, it's just like aside from like. The, the beautiful band of brothers, like literal the Lopez brothers going on. Um, and then like, I don't know, Ilisola. Giannis is obviously f- fun to watch, but this is like an extremely serious team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like extremely take your feelings seriously all the time team. Which and like, is, that's even too much for me. <laughs> isn't it weird that that's what Giannis has become? Cause he was a fun guy. He's still like a sweet, fun guy, and I will say, I, I mean, I, I always like the the gauge of that is his summer times. Mm-hmm. Um, so when those start to go like too serious, <laughs> then I'll be concerned. But um, I think he's just like in the zone. Granted, like I hope they have like tanning beds or something that they can pop into every now and then. Cause oh, don't yeah. feel like this whole team Get has like vitamin, vitamin D, D deficiency. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Katie, what would be a serious, like a two serious, what would be a worrying summer from, from Giannis in your eyes? What would be the hallmarks of that? A bad, like a, a terrible summer. Not a terrible, but just, just like, like oh, a too dude, serious, too serious. Summer. as a summer expert. Yeah. What can you find out he's in Greenland or something? Yeah. I was going to say like, if he, I was even going to say Iceland, but I feel like Iceland can be kind of like whimsical. So like not, <laughs> Yeah, he's like this. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, he like uh or he just like stays stays uh in Milwaukee. <laughs> um Yeah, I will say it seems crazy how quickly uh the Bucks seem to be in this like if they don't win now, 
it's over forever. Um, That's signed Kyle Korver. Yeah, they were like they were like the eighth seed, and then you know they lost that Raptors series, but you know the Raptors were really good, and it just seems like they're panicking way too soon. Who's who's the coach? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's (laughs) Al Horford's like, hey man. I won Player of the Month for December. He's like, that's not enough. I'll fight. <laughs> Mike Boldenhoser is like, it's like the toad from Wind in the Willows, but always just screaming. Also uh, got a DUI that one time. All right. Um, <laughs> we beat that DUI, Joey. I know. You got exonerated. That's not a reason to root for this team. <laughs> but so did Mr. Toad. Didn't he also, uh, on his wild ride, doesn't he also get exonerated because it's just a dream? Oh. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Only Bill the not in the... <laughs> all right, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Sean, do they have a uh, notable UK player? They do, Mr. Carl Anthony Towns. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first here. Uh, do not become a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. This is gonna end badly. It always does. I know you think as a UK fan, you're like, oh, I want to root for Carl Anthony Towns. But if you become a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, you're just rooting for seeing Carl Anthony Towns be sad. Uh, but that's just my it's opinion. It's already falling apart for that. Yeah, that's just it's already falling apart this year. That's just my opinion. KD, should he? Should our friend Silky Johnson become a Minnesota Timberwolves fan? Uh no, because uh, they're so far up north that I, I don't know if their games are on late or if they're on <laughs> some form of early. That's also before our. I don't know. I, I don't know how latitude works. <laughs> The owner's been around for a long time, like the whole time. He saved him from going to New Orleans back when that was a scary thing for teams, I suppose. <laughs> and uh, he's not going to go away. You can see him on the sidelines. He looks better put together than Jared Culver on most nights. So I don't know about, you know, just expecting things. He's never to- going to die. He's never going to die. Yeah, his his better half is there just could just slowly feeding things into him via syringe. It's it's if you get the high def thing with leak pass, you can, these are the things you'll notice. However, you will become the smartest NBA fan of the world because of Jim Peterson calling their games. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the I one highly recommend. But you sure. can also just watch every other team and just have Jim Pete on the, yeah, it's a rough thing. I think cat's still having fun. He's having fun on the sidelines when he was hurt. Uh, than the last game, but maybe that's just because he didn't have to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves that night. <laughs> KT! <laughs> How is it that it's gotten more annoying as the show's gone along? <laughs> it should be the other way around. Why did we start with Atlanta? <laughs> uh, Katie, uh, let's see. Is there a reason the Minnesota Timber- to root for the Minnesota Timberwolves? No, like how the um, Bucks are serious and good. The Minnesota Timberwolves are serious and bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, too, and like still just so, so serious. The only reason to root for them would have been when they had the Prince um, City Editions. Mm-hmm. And, he, and then and Jimmy Butler wearing them. And now that that's dead and gone. So I just think uh, stay away. All right. The new- they, um, they do. Well, sorry. They, they do a lot of like seemingly fun things with their team like they really went hard on that party and everything they did have a nice group vacation all together which gave me hope Mm. but then but quickly on the the court it just doesn't extend Mm -hmm. and 
I think like as much a, a player I just love Jordan Bell, I, d- I just don't think he's ever going to put it together. I think and he just has like to get off the team. Of the mm-hmm. um, all right. The New Orleans Pelicans, Sean, do they have a UK player? They have Mr. Darius Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Heindel. <laughs> Is there a reason <laughs> to be a New Orleans Pelicans fan? Um, I, I, I feel like this is a team that's still in stasis or something. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the, everything was so anchored around Zion and then it's just like, everybody's just waiting, 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 waiting of like, what's going to happen? When's he coming back? I did really want it to be Lonzo's like free Lonzo year. I know. Um, remains to be seen. Uh, I don't know. I weirdly just don't like JJ Reddick. <laughs> No, that's not weird. That's not weird okay, at all. Weird. No, okay, he's not like he's um, unlikable. <laughs> he called me fake news on Twitter. Ugh. Okay, now I really don't like him. The only thing I will say in the summer, Josh Hart got like super addicted to. Um, is it Benets or like Benets? Beignets. 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 Yeah. Oh, mm, a little flourish. Uh, it's he French. got really into things. <laughs> into them uh and he was eating them all the time and i loved that and i thought it might be a taste of whimsical things to come but no that just to me says josh hart's gonna get fat no he's still doing okay i think they're just kind of like a forgettable they're like a forgettable team this season and you don't want to like step into uh being obsolete with your first pick of a team (laughs) i do think if alvin gentry is uh the kind of coach you want to have in your first team, though, where he's just, like, fun and, like, everybody <laughs> loves him. Uh, KD. Oh, also the fucking King Cake Baby and the New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> two of the top three most troubling NBA mascots, Joey. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Mavs Man is... Well, I mean, Mark Cuban <laughs> is number one, then Mavs Man... <laughs> Do you then think the coyote, he's a I guess. Mavs man? I just thought of that. Maybe he's the Mavs man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Katie, I'm not a man's man. I'm a Mavs man. <laughs> Katie, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, is there a reason to hop on? Well, Reddick's going to be traded before the end of the year. Yeah, so there's that is that. A positive. I, I looked up a tweet where he called me fake me. He deleted the tweet uh, because he's JJ Reddick. Uh, I, I, I was, I covered when I was nine and I was 20 years old. I covered the 2000 Nike all America camp where he was a prospect there uh, as a scout because they hired 20 year old scouts back then. <laughs> and I had the play, the, the, you know, the handbook that they give out. And I took a shot of his thing. Cause it's JJ Reddick's favorite NBA player was Vince Carter. Who's a Tar Heel. So I whimsically tweeted that to him and like, and I just put JJ Reddick from 20 from 2000. That's all I did. And then he immediately saw the Vince Carter thing and said, no, 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 that can't be a thing. That's fake news. And uh, then he deleted that. Uh, yeah, root for New Orleans. Root for New Orleans. <laughs> they, have a, they have a female owner and a GM that knows what he's doing. This will all seem like it's yesterday's fake news in a few months. This is what's going on in December of 2019 is nothing. Latch on to that New Orleans thing. Drive down there. Oh, my gosh. Spend some time in the city. My wife was just down there with her friends. It's a beautiful place. Go watch a basketball game. I did there about a year and a half ago, right before Blake Griffin was straight into Detroit. Go see, go see, go see a New Orleans game. It's dope. All right, I like that. Uh, I would, 
I like that too. I do have a warning. Um, they did load the fuck up on uh, Duke players, so caveat emptor, UK fan. Mm-hmm. Also, it's an 11 hour and 10 minute drive. But you can go the southern route, and it's uh, 1141. But you, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, the New York Knicks. Sean, are there any UK players on the New York Knicks? Uh, there's there's one UK player I love and one I'm not so high on. Julius Randle and Kevin Knox. Uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, don't become a Knicks fan. But don't listen to me. Let's uh, ask KD, is there a reason to be a Knicks fan? Oh, well, here's the deal. I, this is a current episode. So remember, like, these aren't your old Knicks. They went out and they got the most <laughs> uh, heartening, uh, friendly to the ears and eyes of basketball fans worldwide person they could go. They hired David Blatt recently to do <laughs> they did, yeah. something, something. He's going to just David Blatt in that organization. I don't know what happened in his last job. I know he's had some health troubles. Hopefully he's better. But they hired David Blatt recently. So I'm going to fly the team plane. Don't become a Knicks. Well, then they needed to hire the guy from Iron Maiden to fly the plane. Don't become a Knicks fan. It's it's. Remember how you thought R.J. Barrett was going to be terrible in the NBA? He's kind of, he's terrible, but he's also kind of good. So that's just going to serve to frustrate you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to Silky here. Uh, and then the rest of the team is a uh, Nick. So, no. Uh, Katie, is there a reason to become a Knicks fan? Blatt looks like a Russian oligarch down on his luck, doesn't he? I think. <laughs> but no, there isn't. Um, except for the only the only time the only reason I periodically check in on the Knicks is Wayne Ellington. Um, and you know, that's just to do my Wayne watch. But <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, no. And it's sad. I feel pretty sad for RJ Barrett being like the entire the the hope the hope of the future. I also think the Knicks should back the fuck off Masai Ujiri, but that's different. <laughs> um, I my number one reason for not becoming a Knicks fan, if I were a free agent, is uh, there's just no way you're ever. No matter what happens to you, you're never gonna be the most famous fan. You know what I mean? Which, which, with some of these teams, <laughs> if you just like accidentally become a meme where you like fell down going into a store, you could be the most famous fan. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but with the He'd Knicks, the that's not fan. the case. You're never, you're never gonna be the most famous Knicks fan because uh, Spike Lee John is McEnroe there. Has that John title. McEnroe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, oh, also, just can I just? I just want to step in and say, there's absolutely no reason to become a New York Knicks fan if you weren't before and you don't live in New York. It's this is the wor- This would be the worst possible choice. Yeah. Like, uh, all right, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Sean, do they have any UK players? Uh they do. They've got three. They have a Hamadou Diallo. Uh, Shay Gildas Alexander and uh, media food enthusiast mm-hmm. Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel, uh, the only player I know that ate a hot dog at halftime. Uh, Katie, is there a reason to become an Oklahoma City Thunder fan? You know, if we were talking about this like back in October, I would have said no. Um, but this team has quickly grown on me, feelings wise. 
Uh, a lot of it had to do with what I saw last night. Chris Paul buying the entire team custom tailored suits. I knew and I you think were going to had... love that. I knew you were going <laughs> to love that. <laughs> I think it's the first time Steven Adams has ever worn a suit. Um, he actually he rarely great. wears pants. Yeah. I saw... Sweatpants, actually. I saw that. Well, he rarely wears pants. He says he doesn't like wearing pants, and he likes to wear things that are free. So... <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I feel like we're a kill. This. Yeah. <laughs> like my, um, my, my, my roommate Dave in Chicago. You <laughs> were a kill when he got married. Mm. You think I'm joking? Some oh, I'm, I know you're not joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Shy is a sweet boy from Toronto. Uh, I I think like I I I like Chris Paul more no. on this. No, no, you can't I say know. that. You can't it's, say that, Katie. And it's crazy. It feels crazy to say it. It feels like a like I've de- a departure from myself. But <laughs> there's something about him being like stuck in Oklahoma City that makes me like him more. <laughs> Katie, I am with you. Like for some reason, him being an underdog makes <laughs> all of his near cheating a lot more endearing instead of like. Like overdog Chris Paul is obnoxious, but mm-hmm. but like him on kind of a bad team that he's like holding together through trickery that I'm, <laughs> I'm like way more into. No yeah, one has the end. I'm sorry, I'm just I, I'm great at interrupting women all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, Kelly. League pass. No one has the energy to root against league pass. Chris Paul, when he's the only game on a Thursday night in TNT, and that's all you got to sit through for two and a half hours, it's wearing. But then it's like, ah, ah, oh, he did that with the free throw. I'll put a 10 on that circus. That's great. You know, because we're not watching the – who's watching the Thunder? Uh, fair Katie, point. Katie, because of Chris Paul. No, that, that's a good – no, I don't watch the – I don't watch the Thunder. So I guess I can say no. If – if we're going to get down to it now, because we've also got, I feel like we've got a lot of strong contenders, so we can start whittling away the weaker ones. Mm-hmm. You could, like, maybe watch this team sometimes if you want to. <laughs> you don't, you know, this is like, yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to go all in on OKC. I also think that this fan base is really excited to basically root for a college team. <laughs> and I would say maybe you want to dive as an existing college basketball fan, you want to go away from that. <laughs> but like OKC fans talking about like, well, look, we're the, our, our next, our next contenders five years away is that's troubling. All right. The Orlando magic. Uh, let's start with Mr. Dwyer. KD. Why would you root for the Orlando Magic in 2019? Uh, we're not. Why did we let Shea Gilgis Alexander get away from that conversation? That's on me. If you're a Kentucky fan and you have a reason to follow Shea anywhere, you follow him. I don't care if it's to Orlando. You, I don't care if it's to Oklahoma <laughs> City. You follow him. So I know we have a lot of contenders, as Katie said. But boy, that's that's. Too, let's double down on that. Orlando, <laughs> no, there's 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 no. There, there. There's just a $40 cab ride into a city that didn't exist. And you asked to go, you swallow your pride and go, 
I don't know, to a hipster bar, you tell the cab driver, because no one's ever going to hear or know that you said this out loud. And then he drops you off in that area. And it's just not the same. And then you get back in a cab and you go back to the hotel and you wait for game five of the NBA finals, which will never happen again in Orlando. It's just it's going to take I like the organization. I like the people running it. It's just they are the good feelings, good vibe team. And I'd rather leave that to Katie. The rest of it is rough to watch. (laughs) Rough, rough to watch. Well, to watch. I forgot to ask Sean Keen, are there any University of Kentucky players on the Orlando Magic? Uh, no, there's not. Uh, but I do believe that uh, sort of like the general shadiness of the Kentucky recruiting program, the spirit is there in the DeVos family, Amway, Blackwater, uh, privatizing the Department of Education, like like. It is a it is a grift of a franchise in a grift of a city. Uh, all right, uh, Katie Heindel, is there a feelings reason to root for the Orlando Magic? No, and all I'll say is that <laughs> for someone who lives in the swamp, Aaron Gordon takes himself way too fucking seriously. <laughs> uh, all right, the Philadelphia 76ers. Sean, is there a University of Kentucky player on the Sixers? Uh, no, there's not. Weird. I would have thought there was. Uh, Katie Heindel, feelings reasons to root for the Sixers. Uh, yeah, I like the Sixers. I know I'm not supposed to, um, but I. they got Mike Scott. Um, they have, who won, who won Summer Vacation Watch MVP. Mm-hmm. They have the second best Kyle around, Kyla Quinn. Um... <laughs> And I don't know. They're, like, fun to watch. I kind of don't mind that they're, like, slip-sliding a little right now. Ben Simmons is still annoying as ever. Um, but, like, I kind of like – if you want to, like, look at someone who's, like, a feelings reason to, like, a team, it's just Joel Embiid as a person. Because mm-hmm. he's at once every feeling you could ever have simultaneously happening, uh, <laughs> which is too much to bear and at the same time, like, mm-hmm. extremely hard to look away from. Uh, and they got a pretty good shot, so there you go. Yeah, Kelly Dwyer basketball. Reasons. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, yeah, all that, and he hits his free throws. Uh, <laughs> like he goes, he genuinely goes through that range of emotions on his on his face, wipes his brow, walks to the line, everything Katie's talking about in real time, and you can see it on TNT every Thursday, and then knocks <laughs> down eighty percent at the line. It's he's fabulous. However, they are run by a dookie. A prominent dookie. Mm-hmm. And I don't Brand know if our friend Silky would have a good time getting over whatever damage Elton Brand did to his team. I'm assuming it was prominent in uh, around the Findus de Siecla. So I, I, I don't know if that's I don't know if if uh, Dr. Johnson can get past that. However, <laughs> they are a fun uh, workaday team. And I hope Kylo Quinn uh, gets over whatever problems he has with his dookie. Uh, uh, general manager and those weird Instagram stories that he's sending out. Uh, yeah, a, a fair grab on but he'd have to swallow a lot for our friend uh, silky all right the phoenix suns sean any university of kentucky uh players on the suns uh joey's second favorite uk alum devin <laughs> oh devin booker uh i'm out uh <laughs> let me let me also mention that um this team previously under under uh ryan mcdonough that's his name right yeah mm-hmm. uh was was just obsessed with the University of Kentucky. At one point they had uh, Archie Goodwin. They had uh, Brandon Knight. Uh, they had Booker. They had another. They were just accumulating so many Kentucky players. And now they're down to one. 
So it was weird. There was an era where Jason Kidd only wanted guys from Syracuse and uh, Jeff Hornacek only wanted Kentucky players, apparently. Uh, Katie Heindel, is there a reason to root for the Phoenix Suns? Is Tyler Johnson Amish or Australian? I can't tell. And <laughs> He's that's... neither. He's from the San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> He's a DJ. He's just a DJ. Of... <laughs> and that's the kind of trickery the Suns will befall upon you. So <laughs> I think you should really go all in on this team. It's a bit chaotic. Um, a lot chaotic. Devin Booker n- never isn't even Benjamin Buttoning. He's just like not a is like a weird child vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly Oubre Jr. <laughs> too too sensual for this world. <laughs> uh, Aaron Bain sucks um, to me and is Australian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. No, I only kind of like Ricky Rubio. I was going to say, you're forgetting the mo- uh, one of the most feelings players in the NBA, Ricky Rubio. Not forgetting him, just saving him for last because he's kind of like the sole saving grace of this team for me. But no, I mean, the Suns gorilla is like a mess. And <laughs> it's kind of like perfect, weird, like sexual, asexual, like implosion uh, representation of this team. Don't stay away from the suns. They're they'll get, they're, they're like uh, when a when a sun collapses in onto itself. That's what's <laughs> happening with the team. Katie on hoops, uh, <laughs> you're up. Is there a reason yeah, for the suns? I there is. They'll hurt you in ways that you didn't know you could hurt in before. <laughs> uh, for links that you did not know existed, uh, it's an unanticipated pain, and. Uh, uh, I, I I see that our friend Kelly Oubre is doing well among them, but as as a fan and a follower, no, I could I could not suggest this. To <laughs> All right, Sean, the Portland Trailblazers. Is there a uh, UK guy on the uh, Blaze, Blaze crew? Uh, the uh, er, Scal Labissier. I was going to oh. say some things about him, and then I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Scal Labissier, uh, disappointing in both. College and the NBA. Uh, Kelly Dwyer, is there a reason to become a Portland Trailblazers fan? Really impenetrable, fa- impenetrable fan base. I would really worry about. You got to watch what you say around them. It's a lot of wiseacres up there. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of smart smart heads. A lot of you know. It's like if you don't like me, I don't know anything about guided by voices except they put out four hundred thirty two albums. So I don't really know how to get in and where all the in jokes are, where to stop. You know, with with you don't like keeping up with old Raymond Felton jokes is one thing, mm-hmm. but you know, there's there's a depth and a history to the when when Mark Bryant starts popping in out of nowhere. So it's a yeah. lot to get into, and now they have Carmelo. So <laughs> I mean, if you're on a new medication, if you're maybe on a fast and you're seeing things, if you're you know just maybe do, ah. doing the lemon and cayenne thing, if you're in a weird spot and you just want to have a uh, you know if your existence really only works from like ten thirty to one thirty local your time, yeah, man, give it a shot. I mean, we all go to got to go through this. So it's, it, there's a lot of hills in Kentucky, a lot of you know sort of. Uh, Joshua Tree adjacent sort of things, if you can imagine it the right way. So, yeah, I can understand Portland. It's it's a trip. So I, I would say try it. Uh, Katie, <laughs> basketball feelings reasons to become a Portland Trailblazer fan. I think there's only feelings reasons to get into this team, which is why I think I'm still like waiting 
waiting for something to happen, like waiting for them to be how I thought they would be at the beginning of the season, which is like consistently good Mm -hmm. and very fun to watch. But I mean, you've got like all these kind of transplanty guys that love, like absolutely love living in Portland. Like Kent Bazemore's always out in the woods where he lives, just like taking photos and like in awe of nature. We know what Hassan Whiteside did this summer at the Japanese garden with the koi (laughs) fish. Um, you know, I like Damian Lillard a lot. CJ McCollum is like the most boring, but like nicest man in basketball looking, I don't know, but this is just the feelings vibe. And then, and then on top of all that, they get mellow. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, the mellow revival to me, I love that. I love what he's bringing to the team. I love what he's wearing in the tunnel. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but if you want, yeah, like if you want a wild ride or if you just like want wild feelings to overcome you, you could get into the Blazers. Uh, Sean, the Sacramento well, King. Me, oh, go ahead. Let, you me, have let me step in with one thing. I just, I just want to say the reason not to follow the Portland Trail Blazers is that you might have to – you you eventually – will end up listening to Damian Lillard rapping and and pretending it's good. Yeah, I mean there's there's <laughs> literally 10,000 people you should be listening to rapping before like Damian. Silky doesn't have both of Walter McCarty's CDs in his <laughs> right now. Come on. He's ready. I, He's ready. I do have I do somehow have two copies of Chris Webber's uh album? debut album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, but he did, he did write a Nas song, though. So, um, okay, yeah. Uh, the Sacramento, Sacramento Kings, do they have any UK players? Uh, they have De'Aaron Fox. Very exciting. And then a guy I did not realize was an NBA player, Wenyan Gabriel. Mm. Uh, all right. KD, is there a reason to become a Kings fan? They've been better recently. In spite of it all, Marvin Bagley is not the fella that you remember from Duke. He's, he's, he's for some reason, it's working. I'm sounding like a Kings fan and talking myself into it. They have a guy that wears number 88 because he was born in 1988. Mm-hmm. There are dozens of NBA players born in 1988. None of them wore 88 that I can remember off the top of my head. Nor any 89s or 90s or 87s. So it's sort of a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a capital city trip. It's not a, it's not an, it's not a Los Angeles, San Francisco thing. But again, 10:30 at night to see Darren Fox depends on how old Silky is. If he's still calling himself Silky, I think he's that guy. You know, that kind of lifestyle is working for him. So I, I put it on the plus side. Yeah, I kind of like this one for Silky. You get a Bogdan Bogdanovich, who's fun. You get Buddy Heald, who's you only... get Bogdan for like another month. Yeah, uh, I think I think they're gonna sign him. You get Harrison Barnes, which uh, comes Very with pluses thing. and negatives. Um, <laughs> he comes with a house. Oh, by the way, this place is a super old radiator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a very consistent, it's just a, it's a very consistent radiator, but it's not that, it doesn't get too hot or too cold. It's like, uh, the perfect, it's like, uh, the radiator, uh, replacement player, basically. (laughs) Um, Katie Heindel, is there a feelings reason to become a Sacramento Kings fan? 
Yeah, the Kings used to be like my Nets of the West. Um, and I'm a big, big Buddy Heald fan. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a very fun. This is this it can be like a very fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. There's like an extremely high energy on this team. But uh, as of late for me, as of this season, uh, I can't really abide by a team that's got Luke Walton coaching yeah, them. That is the yep. uh, white assaulter in the room. Uh <laughs> um the san antonio spurs sean do they have uh any uk players uh they have two they have keldon johnson and they have trey lyle so they have like half um all right (laughs) katie heindel is there a feelings reason to become a spurs fan this feels almost like too much of an investment for silky i agree but yeah it's like i don't it's like the system so you can't it's not like oh i'm gonna just get into this team for the rest of the season and and like see see how i feel about them and if i don't like them then i at least i can turn around and like like another team because i don't think you can legally (laughs) decide that you're a spurs fan like i think you're you're in there for the rest of your life so you really have to think about that commitment. It's not just like dipping your toes in. Mm-hmm. Um, the most fun thing about this team, aside from the grocery store commercials that they do together, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is kind of deceptive for like how fun they are, because it doesn't translate to the court really. Right. Anyway, is Lonnie Walker. Lonnie um, Walker, very fun. Thumbs up to yes. Lonnie Walker. So much fun. Love to watch him. Uh, otherwise, that, like he's really like the, the buoyance. <laughs> Of the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. It's like a, it's a life sentence, I think. Spurs yeah, thing. you're really, <laughs> you're getting in. Uh, mm-hmm. Kelly Dwyer, is there a reason to become a Spurs fan? You're choosing the wrong lifetime. No. It, with all those, uh, <laughs> I, how many Dirty Harrys did they make? How many, what was the, the Charles Bronson like, vehicle? Death Edge oh, or Death Wish. Yeah. Death Wish. Death Wish. How many, like all those started out with some integrity somewhere. They they genuinely did. I'm not I'm not a movie buff, but I know there's some smarts and heart that you got to dig out in between all the awful stuff that's obvious now. But now we're in like the fourth and fifth of them stage, and it's 1991, and no one knows why Charles Bronson is you know running over the top mm-hmm. of a car hood. Yeah. So I this is a dangerous time to dip into this catalog. Yeah. I Do you agree. know who did the Death Wish three soundtrack? KB? Jimmy Page. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? All, I think he also did two. Oh, I think that's it's just three, actually. Just that three. cassette tape is available <laughs> in so many malls in 1991, where it's just like, man, I love Zeppelin, but 4.99 worth of a tape—that and Outrider by Jimmy yeah. Page. <laughs> um. All right, uh, Sean. Do the Toronto Raptors have any University of Kentucky players? Uh, they do not. Weird. Uh, let's start with uh, Mr. Dwyer. Uh, basketball <laughs> reasons to become a Toronto Raptor fan. Oh, they're a marvelous watch. They're they're on any. They've they've had a bit of a swoon recently, but they're just uh, they're very Mahimi uh, Mahimi Heat like. Mm-hmm. That's my Tim Reed, uh, inadvertent Tim Reed impersonation. <laughs> Miami Heat like and their approach to moving the ball and sending guys up and down the baseline. And once Rondé uh, gets his mojo back in the ne- in the new year. Uh, I think they're 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 heaps of fun. I don't see anything wrong with jumping on a story after uh, a, a story like last year's because the journey is ongoing. Me too. So if you want some fun and you want some some really interesting leadership that you can get excited about, even when it might fall flat on its face, dive in with Toronto. 
Plus the game started at the same time. All right, Katie Heindel, this is your team. <laughs> Why sell Silky Johnson on becoming a Toronto <laughs> Raptors fan? Look, obviously I'm extremely biased, and the one the one drawback I will say, and I have I was thinking of this as we knowingly will get to the Raptors, but would it if 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 he got into them? Would it be the kind of thing where his friends would be like, you're just trying to be cool and weird by liking like the Canadian team. You're trying, you're trying to be too international. That is something I wonder if it's like a drawback for American fans, like getting into the Raptors. I don't know if you think that way, but if you don't think that way, there's just like never ending storylines. There's like never ending reasons to like almost like every dude on this team. Um, you've got like undrafted dudes like Fred Bambley who just like came up who like refused to like go second round and then was like no I'll make my own way and would has. you would you say he uh bet on himself I would say <laughs> I would say that yes uh, another great point the feeling that every, single, every single player on this roster almost has their own brand <laughs> So they're all extremely like self-starting individuals. Kyle Lowry is still like the most fun player I think there is to watch. Like I don't, I know he's like slowing down a little bit, but there's like real, real like there's no shortage to what he can't do. Heart of a champion. Um, Mark Gasol is just always stumbling around out there. I love to see it. OG is so funny and weird. I don't know. Like I can, you can maybe call me and then we could talk. <laughs> we could go <laughs> one on on the roster. Otherwise this will take too long. But like, if you just want to watch a team that really doesn't give a shit about the fact that not many other people are watching them, uh, at least I think in like the American broadcast sense. Uh, and you just want to like go all in on a team that just like, loves to play basketball then the raptors are for you uh katie can i ask you a question sure uh how often does go on uh perform the national anthem <laughs> am i pronouncing his name right <laughs> no, you're not gowan i think is who you mean to say oh gowan yes uh, uh, I, to uh, my knowledge gowan's never performed uh the anthem but once thrust uh did perform the halftime show all right. Well, I don't think it's yeah. it's not a hindrance to get into Canadian team, is it? No, I don't, I don't think so. I, 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 this is going to cool. sound dismissive, cool. but we just uh, we're so full of ourselves down here that we always see when we see Canada is we see the stuff that we relate to and that reminds us of ourselves, and we don't actually focus back on the stuff about ourselves that makes our country so terribly freaky different to the one above us when they look at us. And go, yeah, I see some stuff that they do that's like us. But what about all this other stuff? We don't do that. We're just like, yeah, it's a team from Toronto. It's it's somewhere up there. It's cool uniforms all the time. Yeah, go for it. That's good to hear. But I also don't think that way about Americans in general at all. I don't think you're very exotic people. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say exotic. Something, something <laughs> sub, uh, sub-exotic. Okay. Kentucky-ish. Okay. Um, oh, all right. And I also, I almost forgot the most fun player, kind of of them all. Pascal Siakam. Yeah, cool, he's baby. very fun. I don't know if he, I'd call him the most fun player of them all, but um, spins like that. Come on. All right, the Utah he's unique. There is not a scoring. Yes. There's the, there's a paucity of those old school scoring small forwards, the James Worthies in this '80s thing. So if he if, if someone ever wonders why Alex English is like fifth in scoring, this is your uh, hip to the trip. Why? 
All right. Uh, Sean, the Utah Jazz, do they have any UK players? Uh, they have none. All right. Uh, Kelly Dwyer, is there any reason to become a Utah Jazz fan? Uh, they've got a college coach that uh, was a uh, little too uh, little too hot under the collar for Columbia. And uh, if, if, if you like these fellas getting told how this third quarter was supposed to go, uh, this might be the club for you. So, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it. If you got a guy like Donovan. KD, you there? What just happened? I don't think he was respecting the jazz enough. <laughs> I feel like his headphones fell out. <laughs> Maybe Rudy Gobert was blocking that take. <laughs> Kelly, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm going to say for the Utah Jazz, though, just like Teenage Suicide, don't do it. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to that terrible Queen song from the, their very famous album, The Game. Don't try suicide. <laughs> um, Kelly, you dropped out there mid-sentence. Uh, I realized that Donovan Mitchell's from Louisville, so that's a no. Right. Oh. oh, good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Katie Heindel. The Utah Jazz, is there a reason? Um, no, much like someone getting into jazz, like late in the game, you got a lot to learn. Um, and do you want to? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Now. I take offense to that. I don't think there's much to learn. Half the We're album not- is standards and the other half is blues. <laughs> That's basically it. Then you get to the 70s, everyone wears glasses and it gets electric. There's it's, not a lot to learn. It's about the shots the they're not the taking, Katie. <laughs> no, no, no. Because sometimes the jazz, you got, it's like classic jazz, free jazz. Nobody wants a part of that. So Acid I don't, jazz. Yeah. yeah, you got you got your third stream. You got your uh, yeah yeah. I, I get I get it. It's just uh, let's you know let's not go with a wide scope here just because uh, Woody Allen plays it. <laughs> uh, all right, and our final team, the Washington Wizards. Sean, is there a University of Kentucky player on the Washington Wizards? Uh, Mr. John Wall. So sort of. Is he on the Wizards though? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, look, look, he he's he's a real joker, right? <laughs> Katie Heindel, is there a reason to become a Washington Wizards fan? Not now, no. Um, <laughs> but I always like do want the best for the Jazz, specifically John Wall, you Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wizards. <laughs> I'm still like, see, this happens when you get into jazz; you just get lost in it. <laughs> Like Rui Rui Hachimura, like gives me a lot of great feelings, mm-hmm. but um, no, as a team, I think you can behind Silky. Yeah, uh, Kelly D- <laughs> Kelly Dwyer, is there a reason to become a Wizards fan? <laughs> going to say there's only one reason to become a Wizards fan, and that's if uh, Ted Leonsis finally reunites Fugazi. Then yeah. you can become a Wizards fan. Any other any other time, no. All right. Yeah, because that's what I Fugazi's think... been waiting for, is just that big check this whole time. That's, <laughs> that's been the only hindrance in this whole thing, is just waiting Look, for that big if they, payday. If they're just willing... To uh, lower ticket prices to five dollars, 
Um, all right. Uh, let's go around and uh, give our final answers. Sean, who should Kel- who should Silky Johnson uh, root for? You think? My God, I gotta say, uh, I I'm gonna give him two alternatives. Nope, pick one. You gotta pick one. <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, but also, but if but if you want a big team, pick the Miami Heat. Uh. Kelly Dwyer, who should Silky Johnson root for? This is a cop-out, so I will commit to the Oklahoma City Thunder to, to be technical, but I think he should follow Shea wherever he goes. Mm. Ooh, I, I like that, too. Uh, Katie, that is a cop-out. Katie Heindel, who should Silky Johnson root for? Just one, eh? Yeah. <sighs> you we can gave do one, him a lot. We gave him a lot. We did give um, him a lot, but... You, Final answer, who do you think you should root for? After we the talked Clippers, it out. The Clippers. The Clippers. <laughs> just do it. Just just let just let yourself have an easy first NBA season and have fun. Uh and then as for me, I'm also saying the Miami Heat. Yeah, give me Tyler Hero, baby. If you've already rooted for him in college and you get to follow him to coked out Miami, you gotta do it. <laughs> Uh, the swag uh, champ in Miami. Bam really is fun to like. Yes. I, I, I watching him last night. It's just like so fun. Uh, yeah, the, like the defense, the athleticism, the weird dribbling from the center mm-hmm. position. Love it. Good passing. Great. Just uh, great. All right, Kelly Dwyer. Please. Tell our listeners where they can find you these days. Oh, uh, if you go to my Twitter website, which I don't like, at KD on Hoops, you can uh, see my various links to my newsletter called The Second Arrangement, where I make hilarious goofs about NBA stuff all the time. Uh, subscribe to The Second Arrangement. It's really great. Uh, I love reading it every day and listening to the podcast that also comes with it. Um. Katie Heindel, please mm-hmm. plug, please plug where our listeners can find you. Um, you can also find me on Twitter, <laughs> posting links to everything I'm writing, uh, and you can subscribe to you Basketball Feelings, which is mm-hmm. also on Substack. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Katie? You didn't say your handle. <laughs> They should know by now. Uh, anyway, it's at whatevs, which is spelled appropriately W-T-E-V-S. Perfect. Uh, Sean, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, if you're in San Francisco, come to those New Year's shows at Cobb's Comedy Club, December 29th through 31st with Caitlin Gill, Chris Garcia, Louis Katz, Kevin Avery, and so many more. Oh, our friend Brendan Lynch is on the shows, too. Oh, our that's conspir- Our resident fun. conspiracy expert. Uh, yeah. That's love. I'm going to learn a lot. Lynch. <laughs> All right. And then as love for me, him. you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on December 17th, I tweeted a link to my olive oil store at uh, outrageousoliveoil.com <laughs> and said, I have to say, I'm blown away by the incredible amount of orders of our olive oil this holiday season. Paige and I work insanely hard, and it's the greatest gift ever to get to ship our bottles all over the country. Sean, I assume you wrote a song that's playing under us right now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. 
All it right. is. It's a it's a personal request from one of our guests. Okay. Today. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's all have a happy new year. Yeah, one, two, princes stand before you. Two swingmen, yet princes can defend from four to two. Not scoring threats yet. Tayshawn, hazarding from the pistons. He be check yet. Torians, the shooting god is not efficient. Hawks stand and pack in. Ooh, yeah. A doobie doo. It's the early 90s, so white people scat singing isn't problematic yet. Tayshawn played for the Memphis Grizzlies. Grid and grind, yeah. Traded for Jeff Green along with Quincy. Chris Wallace is blind, yeah. You trade for Jeff, he's gonna disappoint you. On every team, yeah. But Pondexter, he's got a ruptured joint, dude. Need steroid cream, yeah. They don't score, just 3 and D. Torrance buying bitcoins from Dinwiddie. They can't really dribble inside the key. That while the greatest princess named Epiphany. Female two-time also named Epiphany said, If you're blocking Reggie Miller, get Tayshawn Prince now. But if you need some salary filler, get Torian Prince now. And if you want to shut down Kobe, get Tayshawn Prince now. And if you're worried the Kyrie's lonely, Get Torian Prince now. Ladies and gentlemen, the guitar stylings of Serbian gangster Darko Milicic. Ow! You think his ears are bleeding just from that botched piercing? Nuh-uh. He's bleeding because he rocks so hard his ears started bleeding. He can't get off the bench for a game, but he always gets off the bench when it's time to rock. Said one, two, princes in league history. That's what I said, Nantorians. Future is a mystery. Like Alexis Fred, yeah, Tayshawn. Bank 81 million. Ain't no problem, but Josai is worth 11 billion. That's Alibaba. Torian improved himself. Was the greatest six man in the whole Big 12. Kyrie's gonna lecture him about contrails, but Torian's the foggy if the season fails. When Durant comes back, it'll be happy trails. Said if you want a guy who's skinny, get Tayshawn Prince now. And if you aren't that into winning, get Torian Prince now. And if you like a giant forehead, get Torian Prince now. And if you want a guy from Moorhead, that's Kenneth Marie, man. And if you want a guy from Baylor, get Torian Prince now. And if you want tattoos like a sailor, get Torian Prince now. And if you're ditching Rudy Gay's deal, get Tayshawn Prince now. And if you think he needs a hot meal, feed Tayshawn Prince now. If you miss Damari Carroll, Get Torrent Prince now. If you want to trim your payroll, trade Torrent Prince now. If you really miss Flip Saunders, get Tayshon Prince now. And if you like bad rebounders, get either Prince now. Whoa, whoa, Sean Marks, get Torrent Prince now. Whoa, just, just attach a pick now. Oh, oh, there's no amnesty. This extension puts you in cap purgatory. Come on, Tayshawn, not Tayshawn. 
Guitarian now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guitarian now, if you wanna buy in Bitcoin, just go ahead now. Yeah, yeah, Guitarian. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.